Welcome, everybody, to episode 70 of the ADV podcast. And boy, do we have a jam-packed one for you today. And that's not an exaggeration. It's actually true. It's incredibly jam-packed. So we're just going to have to jump right into it, saunter right into it, whatever you say. And we're going to start out with what's new. So what's new is when we talk about what's new with regards to China. And there's quite a few of things that are new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually going to start on a bit of a somber note t- today. And we're going to be talking about um, a little bit of the aftermath of the floods. We're not going to get too much into the floods. We covered it last week. And there's still a lot unfolding at the moment. But one thing that has really been a little bit of an embarrassment, I think, for the CCP is this whole situation with the flowers outside of the Metro Line 5 in Zhengzhou. Mm-hmm. So if you were keeping up with the news, you obviously saw those horrific videos of people trapped inside the, the underground uh, train, and they were basically live streaming or sending messages to their friends and family like, we're stuck here, we can't breathe, you know, the water's rising up to our necks. And a lot of people died. Yeah. Horrific. Horrific. Swept away. Um, they pulled out. And this is an interesting thing. Um, a insurance, somebody who works for an insurance company reported that they had to pay out to the Underground Metro for 91 trains. 91 subway trains were destroyed. Okay? And they've all been pulled out. And you've seen the, some of you may have seen the pictures of the, the subway trains on the back of trucks with black cloth covering all the windows because obviously there must be bodies inside. There's no re- other reason to cover you know, yeah, the I windows. Mean, gonna, not going to cover an empty train. No, no. I mean, if there's mud or whatever in there. Yeah. But 91 trains have been damaged or destroyed by the floods. So you could probably expect that in all of those 91 trains, there were people. Yeah. Anyway, here's where it gets interesting. You can see in the picture behind us, people started to lay flowers. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is actually, it's a little out of order, but people started to lay flowers in front of the Metro Line 5 where they had lost relatives and friends and people they knew, right? Mm-hmm. Almost immediately, the government came in and put up these barriers which are now hiding the flowers. Yeah. So they put these up to just stop people from actually seeing that people were laying flowers down there. All right? <laughs> Why? Why do you think so? Because they don't want people to know that there were more than 51 people dead. Well, remember, 51 is the entire. I was just about to say. The 61 in- now. Yeah, so 61. So the, entire, the government said the, out of the entire floods, out of millions and millions of people affected, yeah. there were only 61 people dead. And if you guys have seen any of the flooding in central China, you know what the devastation looks like. But just in this tunnel alone, or in this, this area alone, there must have been much more than just the entire so, number. Yeah, right? well, I mean, they're claiming that only, uh, what was it, 16 people mm-hmm. died in the subway floods. Yeah. Only yeah. 16. Yeah. So immediately you can see there are more than 16 wreaths yeah. laid down there, right? So they put up these barriers. And of course, um, the, the local people of China are just like everyone else. They got pissed off. Of course. Like, I'm trying to mourn my de- recently deceased family member. Yeah. So what you can see in this video behind us is you can see people started to put flowers outside of those barriers now. Because now they couldn't put them in front. So they start to put them outside. So the local residents were like, screw this, and they tore the barrier down. Yeah. Okay? Because they're like, this is bullshit. Um, so you can see them getting in there. As, as anyone would do. Absolutely. How dare you censor my flowers for my family that died. They just, it's this whole idea of like nothing to see here. The Chinese government literally doesn't want people to look at flowers because they don't want people to be counted. How yeah. disgusting is that? Yeah. So anyway, they um, removed those barriers and they started to put a lot more 
flowers down. Now this, this, you know, th this timeline's a little out of whack. This has actually happened a little later, but anyway, a lot more flowers were starting to gather outside of the entrance. So then they just put more barriers, bigger barriers, to try and cover all the flowers that were turning up now. Now, some of the excuses by the sycophants online and the Wulmao and so on is that, oh no, they were, they, they had to do repair work. So they had to put these barriers mm. up to do repair work. Okay, explain to me. First of all, the, the subway entrance, which you can see in all of these pictures, I'll go back even to the first barrier. The subway entrance is closed, okay? The, the repair work that needs to be done, if any repair work does need to be done, will be done behind those closed doors, right? You do not need to cordon off this tiny section. No. Okay? No. If you're going to do repair work, you would move those flowers out of the way. You wouldn't try to hide them, okay? There's a lot of logical fallacies here. Yeah. Also, what kind of a repair work area is a long, rectangular, <laughs> cover all the and, flowers And area? why would they make it bigger? Yes. They extended the barrier. Yes. It's, it doesn't make any sense. So it's all a bunch of excuses. They got caught out, right? So as you can see, they erected even bigger barriers, but then it just got out of hand. Yeah. It was receiving too much press, too much backlash from the local populace, and they finally gave up on the barrier idea. And then they kind of embraced it as a, look how wonderful. The, yeah, they the, spun it in the other direction. Yeah. At first, remember the denialists? We actually had yeah. some of those CCP shill guys. Yeah. Some of those, uh, you know, those white guys Sick that worked fans, for yeah. the Chinese government. The they prostitutes were, of the CCP. The prostitutes of the CCP. They were like, yeah. um, that's not true at all. You know, the numbers are transparent. Look at the rescue efforts and they would show like a fireman or something. Sure. And then after the fact, they were like, oh, they didn't cover it up. They, they followed the construction theory. And then they're like, oh, look. They totally allow it. See? Yeah, yeah. See how nice the government is to allow people to mourn. Yeah. Now, the government was basically forced to allow people to mourn. And that's how ridiculous it is. So it's reached that point now. And I, I would like everybody to take a look at these images. And these, hang on, where is it? There's another image straight after this. This aerial view, you can see the flowers laid out. That's more than 15 bunches of flowers. Yeah. You, you okay. Think. Why would you go and put your wreath to honor the dead at the front of a subway station where you're, you know, you wouldn't put a wreath at the front of the subway station if your uh, family member died in a tunnel or somewhere else. This is just for the subway station. Now, it's definitely, if we go all the way back to the beginning, if you look on the ground over there, okay, you see like chips and stuff. Yeah. Um, and you see little offerings. Now, we've seen this a lot traveling around China. Remember in Conquering Southern China where we came across that horrific truck accident? And they had the little um, cups of baijiu, which they leave. And this is a very traditional thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a liquor. Very traditional when someone dies, you leave this mm -hmm. at the scene of their the death or you leave it on their grave. It's kind of like an offering for the dead people to drink you know, alcohol. Mm -hmm. And they leave that food there. It's not someone's lunch that was just discarded. That is offerings for dead people. Yeah, actually, one of the super chats I just wanted to say was, uh, mm -hmm. sorry, this it's related. So okay, they said, Black Halo Six says, can you explain the chips and salsa at the yeah, memorial? Exactly. That's not salsa. No, it's not. That's that's just. Um, it looks like fruit. Uh, usually, fruit it's stuff. it's fruit or whatever you know, and it's it's food offerings. And if you actually look behind us, they've written in candles the date of the flood. There, seven twenty. Um, okay, so this is to honor. Um, the dead people that have died in the metro. So the reason that the government has been trying so hard to cover it up in the beginning is they obviously didn't want people to know the extent. Because their official numbers, and by the way, they've released a lot of new laws that you are not allowed to report on the deaths, the number of deaths or casualties or anything like that. You must follow the official 
you know, numbers that they put out. And that's how it works in China. You can get arrested now, and we'll show you something a little later. You did put that in, didn't you, of the guy who got arrested? Did you forget? Uh, no, no, I have the notes here. Okay. Well, for instance, a guy put, yeah. put out a, a, a picture of his local train station, was it, that had been flooded. And he said, like, it's been flooded. He got arrested for rumor mongering and all that. And actually, it's true, though. It yeah. was flooded. He legitimately just said facts. Yeah. And that's just the way it rolls. So we just had to put this out, out here because this is a very good indicator of how the Chinese government works. And it also just shows yeah. you what a shit show it is over there right now. Definitely go watch my new video. It's, yeah. I put it out yesterday. It's literally about all of this. Yeah. And about it's, all the flood. It's why yeah. they're hiding the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's on LaWai86. It's on yeah. my channel. We, we just also have to mention um, that it's a lot more insidious than this. These floods yeah. aren't just because of terrible rains. No. They released a lot of water out of reservoirs that were almost bursting their banks. They released it without notifying the public. At night sometimes. Yeah, right? and at night they were breaking the banks of certain rivers near villages to release water. And the reason they do this kind of clandestinely and secretly is so they don't have to pay compensation. It's pretty well known. In China, if you're going to release all the floodwaters out of your reservoir... Because the local government does it. Remember, it's not the central government, the local government. They do this. Every village and farmer and everything down the way is then allowed to legally claim compensation from the government, the local government, for all the crops they lose and right. the livestock that they lose and their houses and everything. So in order to avoid that, they do it at night or mm -hmm. like without notifying anyone because then they can claim it's a natural disaster and they don't have to pay compensation for natural disasters. So there are clips circulating around online right now of village, like villagers and farmers and stuff battling with government people in the middle of the night who are trying to break the banks of their reservoir river and things yeah. like that. So because of all this flood water was released from these reservoirs and add in the big rain, it compounded into this terrible disaster that we know. So yeah. it's very much the fault of the local Communist Party and also just the bad maintenance of the reservoirs around there. The fact that they had all the flood warnings but didn't shut down the metro. No, not the to tunnels. mention all this lack of accountability comes from the top. It's yeah. the central government that creates these, yeah. these problems. So, I mean, there's a reason why they're trying so hard to hide all the failures here is because the government is largely responsible for these deaths. Yes. You right. know, it's not like a, an act of God. No. It's, a, oh, if you had actually just warned people that you'd released all the waters, if you'd warned them that there's this high, severe, you know, rain coming in there and uh, shut down the underground. Yeah, I was about system, to say that they had all the, the policies in place to be able to shut these things down. Yeah. And they wouldn't because nobody wanted their head on the line. No. Right. It's, if it was premature, or the rain wasn't too bad or whatever, then that guy's screwed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how China works. Anyway, let's... Um, let's uh, so, yeah, I'll explain yeah, these. So this explain. is a good meme. This is actually going around on the Chinese internet, and this is, uh, this is rare because it's rare to see any sort of criticism of the government. This got shut down immediately, by sure, the way. Sure, sure. Uh, but this was going around on some of the, on the Weibo's and stuff that I found. And there was... Um, they were showing the leadership, previous leadership of China and how they deal with floods. Now, I'm not saying any of these previous leaders of China did anything, but at least they had the optics out there to go look like they were doing something in the flooding. Yeah. So you have, uh, you have Jiang Zemin right there in the middle during yeah. his his pre and I can say presidency, his dictatorship. More like Tr Jiang Shimin. <laughs> <laughs> that means zombie. He looks like in, a zombie. Uh, yeah. Chinese, um, yeah. Every time mm. I make that joke, Chinese people never think that's funny. Not yeah. they're they're not offended. They're just no, like, just oh. like mm. but yeah. they drag him out like a zombie whenever they have like a big yeah. co communist party conference. Right. They drag this poor he's, guy out. He literally looks end, like man. an undead skeleton, and they keep dragging him out the poor guy i know you know what's you know when people talk about like uh they make like kind of 
nice remarks about previous dictators. I'll never do that because all of them are bad. Sure. Uh, but out of all of the the Chinese dictators, Jiang, Jiang Zemin is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, he's just hilarious. Yeah, he's a funny guy. They, he speaks English, too. And, and he looks like a, a funny, weird cross between yes, a, he's like know, a frog, horn, horn toad horn and a frog. Toad. And a, but he gets yeah. so, like, he used to get so worked up and yeah. he used to go out there and then just make crazy speeches. He was always funny to watch. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the point is leadership. Uh, yeah. There's the premier, uh, mm-hmm. Li Keqiang. The, yeah. the people that go out there and show Hey, we're going to go out there in the floods. We're going to show that we're doing our part. Yeah, and we're there with the as people. As a leader, you should visit yeah. the site of a disaster. Like Merkel, yeah, Merkel did the other day. She was in the middle of her state visit to the U.S. She cut it short and flew back to Germany in order to go and, you know, assess the situation. Correct. Remember the great emperor Xi Jinping? What was he doing, doing during this time? So Xi Jinping was actually in Tibet. I think he was on like a three-month thing. Basically promoting um, the Chinese control, Chinese Communist Party control of Tibet. And the toilet revolution. And the toilet revolution, uh, which is they're trying to build toilets because they're so ashamed of all the dirty toilets. The public China. toilets in, in China are horrific. I've done a video about it. I get a lot of shit for doing that. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. But it is the truth. It's a, it's a part of Chinese society that needs to be improved drastically. Public toilets are horrific. And so even Xi Jinping agrees with me and he has to have a toilet revolution. It's always got to be some stupid catchphrase, though. Yes, I know. Isn't and it? you know it'll last. They'll get like billions of dollars to do it, and then it'll go by the wayside in five years. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, this is not the meme. This is the beginning of the meme. Yeah. Because um, everyone was like, "Where's Xi Jinping?" Where's Xi Jinping? In the flood? And they said, "Oh, well, he was in the flood too." And they, <laughs> well, we found him. <laughs> <laughs> well, there he is in a, in a propaganda photo. So, yeah. um, they, you know what they could have done? What? They could have done a riff off of that floating official. Meet. The floating officials. Yeah, yeah. they could have done that. We could have we could have made that. Someone could make that. Someone yeah. could definitely make that in the subreddit. Uh, you know how he tries to emulate Mao Zedong so much? They should have him like swimming, swimming in the flood Well, like a dead fish swim, you know yeah, that thing? Yeah, one of those. Anyway, anyway so mm. he he's in Tibet doing promotion of propaganda there. And yeah. people in China, honestly, a lot of people in China were kind of like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. This is bad luck. Yeah, exactly. Remember, you're not allowed to... Well, sorry, you're not allowed to criticize... Um, no. The Chinese government. You're certainly not allowed to criticize Xi Jinping, and if you do, that's the end of you. So yeah. it's very tough. And if they're even coming out and starting to question this, it means that they're incredibly upset. Right. You know? Someone incredibly. said Xi Jinping was flooding his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so a uh, little update here. Now, we're going to do a huge TikTok thing at the end. Yeah, um, in the Wumao corner. In the Wumao corner. But I wanted to give you guys a fun little thing slash a warning. Um, you guys have probably seen, if you're on TikTok at all, not even just TikTok, these guys are all over the internet, you've probably seen these Chinese uncles uh, play a little roll, a little clip. Yeah. And for those of you wondering, don't worry, we're getting to the Olympic stuff. That's our main focus. Of We've course. got to get this out of the way. <laughs> You guys uh, might have seen these guys. They're like these Chinese uncles, and they obviously, like, a production crew gets them to do stuff, right? They, right. They have another song that was very famous. Millions. I mean, this has been viewed on the, on Western internet, and American yeah. internet, millions and millions of times. And people think it's really funny, but they don't know where these uncles are from. They don't know any, any details, right? Mm-hmm. This one was popular, too. It's like thinking about getting... So what you'll notice is that in the top, it says, to find out where this is, click on the homepage link. So everyone's sharing on, around these clips and they're saying, hey, look at these these uncles or whatever. They don't know that they're Chinese. So a lot, The most common question in the comments of these videos is, oh, where are these guys from? Yeah. You know, what country is this? 
And so what they do is they get millions and millions of views on these clips and then, well, this, we gotta play okay, this song. all right, sure. This is another one of these. It's just very random and bizarre. So what they do is they ask these old guys, what do you think of this picture, right? Right, well, they say like, what is this picture yeah, to you? Yeah. And it's pop culture stuff that they would never know. Yeah. And I, I get the appeal, it's really funny. Sure, Let's sure. watch it. Sugar! Club is the best place to find the lovers at the bar is where I go. This is the end of civilization. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, yeah. the point is, yeah. did you notice, so, so they'll get millions of views on these, and then sometimes they'll put click the link to find out where this is from. They yeah. obviously use that as bait. Yeah. And you can see there's no link. It says, for more country life, click on the link. And it's pointing below, but there's no link there, right? Yeah. The reason is they get they catch heat for it. Yeah. When the link goes up, and it will, if you follow this account or any of these accounts. Yeah, there are multiple. They do thirst trap ones, too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of thirst trap ones of, like, hot Chinese girls. And they're like, find out more find about Find out more her. about me. Yeah, click, click the link. this link. It's actually like an IP grabber. Yeah. So it'll grab your IP and all your information that it can get it's from you. It's just malware. So it's, it's basically malware, yeah. just, it's a, a malicious link that will... Correct. Steal your, Correct. you know, all your information and stuff. Yeah. So they'll mm. catch heat for it, and they'll get like community violations or something, right? But mm. it's not enough to get taken down. Maybe right. they get one out of three, sure. and they remove the link, and then they'll go make a new one and put it up after they get another viral video. Mm -hmm. So just to let you know, there's a lot of these uh, Chinese accounts that look innocent and fun. Like I thought that video was hilarious. Yeah, it's. it's um, and I get why they're popular and stuff, but keep in mind a lot of them are fishing for stuff. So don't, yeah. I know I shouldn't have to tell you this, don't click the links in yeah, the bio. Yeah, don't click random links, right. okay, on, on Chinese TikToks so, or, you know, it's not a good idea. Right, but we'll be getting into much more uh, malicious stuff later on. Yeah, I just absolutely. wanted to give you guys an update about that. Okay, good. So um, this is unfortunate news. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, here in California, there's a place called Yermo, and they have this thing called the um, Liberty Sculpture Park, okay? And that's where Chinese dissidents, you know, the mm -hmm. kind of people who survived the Tiananmen Square massacre, the people who fight mm -hmm. for human rights, people that have been exiled from China. Chinese dissidents, yeah. Just Chinese dissidents. They have erected sculptures in the, it's in the middle of the desert. We've been there. We've got an episode on, on our ADV China of actually riding there and checking out. Yeah, if monuments. you guys want to see it, it's called uh, China's Gonna Hate What We Found in the Desert. Yeah, China's Gonna Hate What We Found in the Desert, yeah. So they set up all these monuments. Now, recently they put up this monument here. Now, remember, I actually said on the show, I'm surprised that they haven't been vandalized yeah. by Chinese yeah. nationalists. Um, so let, let's take a look here. They put up this new monument. And it says the, Chen, the Chen Weiming is the, yeah. the artist. Yeah. It was unveiled. It's called the CCP virus, and it's got Xi Jinping as kind of like a skull with the virus. And it's a memorial to victims of coronavirus. Yes. And it's made by a Chinese artist. Yep, Chen Weiming. Yep. Okay. And it was unveiled by the Chinese community of dissidents here. Okay. Um, you can see... Yes, this is this construction is just, and whatnot. This is him, like, putting it together and, you know, all the rest of it. Uh, it's fast anyway, you get yeah. yeah. So this, here's... Th this is this is what happened to it. Okay, it got vandalized and set on fire and burnt down. Uh, the the artist himself says that he believes that it was a director from the L.A. Chinese consulate. Mm. You know that actually, they do. Or I mean, the Chinese consulates do organize very yeah. bad things. There's nothing to prove that, but no. we, we all know who would go out into the middle of the desert and set fire to just that one sculpture. Yeah, just that one. Just that. Not one. the other ones. Yeah. 
because of course this is highly offensive to any Chinese nationalist who, yeah, who you, worships you, you, you may not, it's kind of like you can't show a picture of Muhammad in Islam you cannot right. de- deface Kim Jong-un or... uh, Xi Jinping in right. any way you cannot show him you can't even show him as Winnie the Pooh it's banned right yeah. so this is highly offensive to Chinese nationalists and so of course they're going to make a plan to go and destroy it because they're uh, insecure and you know unstable and they can't handle criticism right little babies so the FBI and the police are looking into it. If anyone knows anything about this or has heard anything about this, please, please reach out to us. Yeah, reach out to us or reach out to the police and tell yep. them. Uh, because this is a different story. You don't go onto foreign soil and commit acts no. of crime and no. arson and, uh, and destruction Especially in like California this. where stuff wildfires can take off, by for the way. For sure, for sure. <clears throat> so, you know, just, just to show you, uh, everybody, please take a look at how insecure the Chinese nationalists are. This is what they do. This is awful. I'm I'm more leaning towards this is this is a directive from the Chinese government. Yeah. Like go get rid of this statue. Yeah. Because uh, they didn't sure. get rid of the tank man. They didn't get rid of anything else because this is actually a depiction of Xi Jinping. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Ridiculous. That's what they care about. Yeah. You know they don't want him to lose face or whatever. Now what I'm calling on is number one. I hope uh, Chen Weiming actually puts up a GoFundMe. To get mm. a new one going, he vows that to make a new one. Right yeah, there, he is looking at his statue that's been destroyed. Yeah, and he's explaining everything. Mm-hmm. So my point is, I actually hope that he does. He does uh, act on his his uh, obligation to make a new one, which yeah. he said. Number two, I hope we can contribute to that. And yeah, number th- we will. Number three, I hope next time he like makes it out of bronze or something because then I'm, it will get burned. I'm done. busy researching personally how to set up um, security solar cameras. powered security. We'd cameras. like to help out with that. Yeah, uh, that can just operate by themselves out there in the desert Mm -hmm. and can relay images of any would-be arsons you know or uh, other people and uh, that's something that i'm going to i'm going to pay for myself and contribute to this it's something that i want to put out there because that is that is set up for freedom of speech Mm. you know it's freedom of speech it's for Chinese people who want to be able to speak out against the the CCP, you know, they fled China for a reason. And they can do that here in America. You are allowed to have a problem with the government here. You can have a problem with the local government. Yeah. I even as, you know, I'm not a citizen, but I can still criticize mm-hmm. Biden or Trump or anyone. I can go out there on the street and hold a placard and say, I think, you know, the US government sucks. That's totally fine. You're allowed to do that. That's what freedom of speech is all about, and you're protected. But in China, you're not. There is no such thing as freedom of speech. And they can't seem to wrap it around their heads that you're allowed to criticize the CCP overseas. It's allowed. So what do they do? They have to go and destroy and attack anyone who tries to criticize the CCP, including Chinese nationalists. Yep. I mean, nationals, not nationalists. Chinese nationals and Chinese dissidents and uh, ethnically Chinese people who have fled, etc. So we just have to always show our support to people like this who put their lives on the line because, um, as I've said many times on this channel, for someone like myself or Matt here to criticize the CCP is difficult because we face a lot of repercussions. But it's still so much easier for us to do it than for a Chinese person to do it. Because... It's so much easier for the CCP to get to their families, yeah. to get to them. They face so many more consequences that are just, you know, beyond any what anyone believes in. It takes so much courage. And that is why it is so important to support people like this and also to support um, things like the Liberty Sculpture Park out in Yermo. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, anyway, just uh, putting that out there. It's pretty right. sad news, but at the same time, it's, sh it's shining a spotlight on just how much the CCP has infiltrated other countries to the point where they can go out and destroy anyone who talks against the CCP, destroy their monuments, tear down Lenin walls that have been set up for the Hong Kong protesters, go there and silence university students on campus in Australia and in the USA, things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, after we started talking about this, we've gotten a massive attack. Oh, yeah? By Wumaus trying to use inflammatory language to get the stream taken down. That's what they do. They try to use all this to... They're very upset about this. Of course they are. <laughs> it shows you what priority is, though. Because, like, under past leadership, like, yeah. there were a lot of Chinese dissidents and stuff, obviously, and they, they suffered repercussions for what they did. But nothing like now under Xi Jinping's era, no. which we'll get into in Worldview, actually. Yeah. Yeah, they're going eight. Like, it's our chat is nuts right now. Can like, you just... We are. Okay, we, yeah, we're deleting but this these is, people? You haven't seen. This is, like, the 10th one. Wow. There's like an entire army going out right now. Good. Everybody, please look at this. This is the true face of uh, <laughs> yeah. Xi Jinping, the yeah. CCP virus. Look, it's got the communist hammer and sickle on the one side yeah. and a Enjoy. skull. Enjoy. Soak it's it in. skull. It's about to get redone bigger yeah. and better. Absolutely. So you, d and, you did this, um, guys. You this, did this. This is your, your fault. And now we're going to blast it out there even more and we're going to contribute more. Yeah, and, I was going to uh, say, I think pretty much any, anyone anyone out there in the u.s that's a freedom-loving person will get behind the second project from chen wei ming yeah absolutely so uh we'll reach out and get his details i've uh, already i'm already on top of it it's just yeah. we haven't nothing's been put together yet um yeah. hopefully something happens soon yeah excellent okay so now uh it's time for us to to move on a little bit here okay so we'll get past this okay thanks for the uh views the wumao attack army right now yeah. You're just driving up the ratio and the yeah, search speed. So. Is this going to be part of what's new as well? Or are we going to... Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I might as well cover this. Because, okay, the main segment is going to be about the Olympics, of course. <clears throat> but uh, this is an unfortunate thing that's been happening to our channels now. The reason we're showing you this, guys, is not because we want to, um, you know, say poor, poor us, okay? No, no, no. <laughs> but our, our videos this week and quite often have again been hit by uh, YouTube not allowing us to monetize. All right, and it's very frustrating because when you cover something of importance in China, um, pretty much anything that, that is important right now is going to be slightly controversial. Yeah. But you follow the rules and you blur out, you censor, you cut anything that's disturbing, you know, you remove, we remove anything um, that's bad from our videos when we talk about it. We don't show dead people, for instance. We don't show, um, you know, acts of major violence or anything like that. Mm. We still struggle. We cannot get them monetized. It's really, really difficult. And it's reached a point where we, re we really have to self-censor yeah. um, if we want to ever monetize. And it's, it's getting to the point where... I know it's very difficult to cope, but we do cope because of all of your support out there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I just wanted to say JMRS desk. He mm -hmm. said, check your ADV China PayPal F the CCP. He sent us $500 on PayPal. Wow. Yeah. Seriously. And he said he didn't want, uh, YouTube to skim off the top like the CCP. <laughs> so thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate that. And thank you to Dan, Dan Cacciatore. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, thank you to uh, everybody. Wow. Thank you to everybody who's uh, generous because we will use, Everything that we get here is going to go to further what we do. Yes. Um, and, you know, we'll use it towards helping out with the monument and whatever else we need to do. Right. Um, anyway, if you, you look... You skipped mine. No, I didn't. This is the first... Look, oh, let's really? go back. Yeah. Oh, so, no, no, I'm not... Yeah. 
Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm not skipping anything. I made it, so it's I just, thought I remembered. It's, it's, kind of, <laughs> it's, it's very interesting, the reasons they give us, okay? Yeah. So your one was uh, limited for violence, showing hurt, damage, Yeah, well, injury. I just want to say, so I put this up, and it was, it was fine for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then it gets demonetized. And the thing is, we went through with Winston and I, we yeah. combed through all the footage and there was flood footage. Yes. But we got rid of every clip that had dead bodies. I didn't even censor it because there wasn't any. Yeah. There was no dead bodies, no suffering. I only showed clips of people getting rescued yeah, like that her- were alive. Heroic stuff. Yeah, that were happy and alive. Mm. Yes, there were smashed cars and stuff, but there were no, I removed any clip that had anything bad in it, right? But that's not the big thing. It was manually reviewed. Yeah. And given the okay. And it was given the okay. That was what I was getting to. Yeah. So it was given the okay. I'm like, okay. So I wake up in the morning and it was manually reviewed again the second time as being not okay for showing hurt, damage, or injury. Fleeting graphic law enforcement without educational context. No, didn't have that. Showing Mm -hmm. dead bodies with obvious injury or mutilation in education or documentary. No, didn't show that. Um, Setting or, uh, or display of non-gruesome dead bodies without educational intent no edited video gameplay with some focus on graphic violence nope moderate violence that shows blood as a part of non-educational video nope raw footage of armed conflict without injuries nope none, none of, of those things i have none not even one of those things and it yeah. was manually reviewed as no, having but that now this is the the thing is you edited it yes and then re-uploaded it and was given the okay was given the green light yeah, yeah. this is now second you, you, time you took like tons of clips out just to make sure just to make sure and it was given the green light and then you released it and it had the green light for like half the day and then suddenly and remember they only give you the green light after a manual review after a manual so it was okay somebody was like okay this meets all the guidelines and then halfway through the day it was demonetized again yeah and then said no it's not okay with this yeah exactly so um obviously what's happening again is the usual mass flagging and uh well i'm just i don't again i don't want to do this pity me stuff we'll pull up yours next but we I'll, I'll say my piece after you show yours. Well, topics that may be unsettling for users. Content discussing, preventing controversial So you issues. got unsettling. That was my selection. Yeah. And YouTube's selection was content which focuses on graphic depictions of de- or detailed descriptions of controversial issues. Content is either graphic or highly descriptive with controversial issues being the central topic of the content. And I'm going to have to agree with him. I do. I did describe some things in there. I made sure nothing was visible, but I described some things. But come on, like it's a it's a here and there because they kept changing it. I, I edited it many times. And well, you didn't put in the other ones I, I gave you, did you? But anyway, they put different reasons. The whole point is I wanted to show for the same thing. They kept putting different reasons. They said hurtful content, showing violence, showing whatever. There's a bunch yeah, of other stuff. Um, yeah, that's that's controversial. Controversial. What was the other one? I sent a couple. Yeah, this one. And then the one below it. You um, said the same thing. That's no, why no, I didn't put this. it in there. Oh, okay. Anyway, this, this, that's what you sent me. Okay, I, I messed yeah. up then. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to move on. We've got to get into the Olympics, guys. But before we do, before we get into the whole why China cheats in the Olympics, let's answer a couple of super chats. Yes, yes, let's mm. do that. I'll go to the... Um, Kale Hogg says, Silver Bullet Fund, also just joined both your Patreon accounts. Keep up the great work. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you so much, mate. Blah Blah 260 says, Hi, we're making the same mistake with China as the Soviet Union. We're preparing for a war, not for its collapse. Could you share your thoughts on the end of the CCP regime and aftermath? I um, appreciate the donation, completely disagree with you. Um, I don't think we have ever insinuated the CCP is going to collapse, and there are very, very few signs that that's happening. Yeah, unfortunately, you can see the the control that they have over the populace, and um, they can just 
make the news whatever they want and they can just change the sentiment of the public however, however they want. You can see what they've done by you know, riling up the locals against the foreign news outlets in Zhengzhou, for instance. People yeah. that have lost family, seen death. Right. And they're talking to reporters and halfway through they get interrupted by people saying like, you know, don't talk to foreign, you know, foreign media. They just want to smear China, that kind of nonsense. And it really shuts down the conversation. And people that are legitimately grieving and people that have legitimate grievances cannot air them anymore. Correct. Uh, the English Tide Talk says, extremely interesting videos on both channels. Thank, Thank you. you. Dan Cacciatore with another one says, hope this brings you uh, to and your families a little luck. Thank you. Very generous. <laughs> 88, we love the number. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Black Halo 6, uh, oh, we already read that one. PB, mm -hmm. are you now fresh sea milk? What's with the obedient boy Lei Feng haircut? <laughs> Lei Feng did not have this haircut. I need to wear one of those Russian yeah, fur just, hats. Just wore a hat. Mm. Uh, condolences to the victims of the CCP, said Fireheart. Mm. Kurt mm -hmm. Cheney says, hey, from Louisiana, I love you guys. Have you ex ever experienced temps like we get? 99 degrees and 99% humidity in China. Definitely up you there. In the hundreds of degrees in southern China, much worse than even yes. the south of the And US. the humidity is just the Always, same. yeah, it's bad. In, try live in Shenzhen or Huizhou where we used yeah, to live. Guangdong, it's yeah. terrible. It's muggy, muggy in the summer. You, you, you die. You walk outside and your glasses fog up and you just yes. sweat like a pig. <laughs> I, have to, I have to go to the bathroom real quick. Oh, you do? Yeah. All right. You go to the bathroom. Gotta He's got to pee. So while Seamilk runs off to pee for some unknown reason... We're going to have to make it a running joke somehow. Um, I will read a couple uh, a couple more here. Okay, bring back creepy sea milk. No thanks, that was horrid. And that's from Brandon. Thank you. And uh, Jay Leo, hope you guys were proud of uh, Sayaban Huige, uh, Haohei and Cheung Ka Long for their two swimming silvers and one fencing gold medals for Hong Kong. And I'm going to actually use that to bring us directly into Soft Power Hour, which is our main segment on the show, where we tell you how China is trying to change your mind through various ways and means, usually a little underhanded. So the first thing I would like to show you guys in the background is this picture. This is a shopping mall in Hong Kong. Now, very recently, it's been almost impossible for people in Hong Kong to gather in numbers because of the, all the national, first of all, the national security law issues, but of course, coronavirus is another big issue. So people haven't been able to gather together. And because of the protests, the local government there, which is just the puppet of the CCP, have been terrified of large gatherings of people. And they've been arresting people for um, unorganized gatherings and things like that. If you've been keeping up with the news, you'll know. So this was the first time in a while that you've been able to have a big gathering of people all together. You're back? You're back? back. You're back? Okay, cool. Um, so everyone's sitting here in the mall. And... Um, celebrating the Japanese foil fencer winning and beating China. And this upset the hell out of the Chinese netizens. They can't believe why would Hong Kong people celebrate Japan beating China? It's they are really, really not liking this. <laughs> yeah. They they really, really hate this because you know they they firmly believe that the Hong Kong people should be celebrating it's China. Not just, not just should be like they've told their populace in China that Hong Kong people are now being converted to be more patriotic for China. Yeah, it's literally the opposite. They they can't handle it. No. But now something unfortunate has happened during this incident. Um, when they played the Chinese national anthem, 
Yeah. People were booing. Like everyone. <laughs> yeah. People were booing and and shouting things like we are Hong Kong Hong Kongese, things like that, right? Yeah. And it actually it resulted in one person being arrested. Yeah, let me read yeah, that. What? Hong Kong police said on Friday they had arrested a forty year old man for booing China's national anthem in a shopping mall after broadcasting live the city's first Olympic gold medal win in twenty five years earlier this week. Mm. But now it gets worse than that because yeah. They, uh, what was the part right at the end? I think right at the end. So, as in a statement posted online, they arrested a person who held a Hong Kong British colonial flag and chanted slogans. Uh, they also feel the complaints that some people booed during the award ceremony when China's national anthem was played. Some shouted, We are Hong Kong, and clapped, according to video clips. Yeah, but the whole thing is that they have now said, Yeah, there's that a the probe entire, now. No, the entirety of all the things that he did add up to um, causing a disturbance and disrespecting the national anthem. Right, That's right. the important part yeah. because. There's a law now that if you disrespect the national anthem mm-hmm. in China, you face serious, serious charges, or serious repercussions, yeah. go to jail. You yeah. know? And so this poor guy who is booing the Chinese national anthem, because obviously he's Hong Kongese and he doesn't want to be a part of mainland China, mm-hmm. is now facing serious, serious charges. And they're going through the footage now. They're investigating the footage from the mall to try and see if they can arrest more people. And this is what Hong Kong has become, everybody. This is what happens when you allow the CCP to break its promises yep. and implement its uh, national security laws and things like that. So the people of Hong Kong are uh, in dire straits. Yeah, um, not okay. the ban. Not the ban. Okay, now I want to sh- we want to show you a little nice clip here. Okay. Um, uh, the, this is a table tennis athlete. Yes. Right? Uh, her name is uh, Mima Ito, and she is giving her homemade onigiri which is kind of like a rice dumpling yep. uh, to the Chinese to her Chinese athlete competitors, and uh, it's a very heartwarming and very nice moment to show that there should be professional friendship between countries. And props to all the athletes that work their asses off. Yeah. I know as a swimmer, I I know how hard it is and how much work you need to put in to to be good at a- your absolutely. sport. Absolutely, and so you know, like uh, absolutely the, the all of the Olympic athletes, Chinese. Japanese, doesn't matter who Mm -hmm. you are. The people that have legitimately won their medals, congratulations to all the hard work Mm. uh, that you've put in to strive to to get that, you know. And, um, you know, it's it's an unfortunate situation where you have the CCP really mucking it up for a lot of these people. Yeah, yeah, Um, well, weaponizing nationalism. That's the problem. And we want to show you a little clip here, which is unfortunate, the other side of, of things. Okay, here we have a little boy. You want to set this up? So, yeah. So, in China, people are taught from a very young age to hate Japan because of what happened. And, and, you know, like, there's a lot of horrible things that Japan did. They did, indeed. Rape of Nanjing, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway, fast forward to now, instead of using it as a historical reference and saying, look at how bad the past used to be and moving forward, you know, like, kind of like Japan did after the U.S. bombed them. It's okay and, now. And the world did with uh, Nazi Germany. And Nazi Germany, correct. You don't go up to a German person on the street and say, you dirty Nazi, how dare you do that to no. the Jews, right? No. But that's what China does to Japanese people yeah. in Japan. So they teach their kids, and I, I don't blame this little boy, but they teach these little kids, they take them to these museums when they're five, six, seven years old, and they make them look at dead bodies and rapes and all this kind of stuff and say, look, Japan did this. And they're like, we hate Japan, blah, blah, blah. They put on performances about killing Japanese people, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. So anyway, this this is kind of manifesting yeah. that hatred. And if anyone out there thinks we're talking... Oh, John, no, it's listen, just a real... I used to teach kindergarten, yeah. okay? And in kindergarten, they'd put on plays 
of the little children killing Japanese yeah. people, like th- yeah. four-year-old yeah. kids, okay? Not only would they do that, but the teachers, the teaching assistants, used to tell the kids in class, never trust Japanese people. They're all liars mm. and cheats and all this kind of stuff. And this used to really upset me because I have a lot of Japanese friends. Yeah. And I used to speak to them and say, have you ever met anyone from Japan? They'd be like, no. Mm. And you turn on the TV and all you see is this anti-Japanese, yeah. like war of the resistance stuff. It's, it's very openly, hatred is taught to young children yeah. in China. Hatred towards Japanese people. Of course, the Japanese did awful things, like you said, during World War II and during that whole period. Everybody knows, okay? And mm. the, you know, they ended up getting nuked in the end of the day and they actually, you know, kind of normalized and everything's different now. It was a long time ago. Yeah. This is kind of normal what you're going to see here behind us, unfortunately. They well, actually meant, like, Daguan means, like, beat us. beat us before, like, hurt us before. Yeah. See that lie? Yeah. She tells a little kid, but hasn't the Communist Party driven the the dwarfs? Not dwarf. They say Shao Rubin, which means little Japanese. The little Japanese away. It's like a derogatory thing. Yeah. Which is not true. The Communist Party did not defeat the Japanese at all. Not in the slightest. The Communist Party did very little. It was the Nationalist Party, you know, and And in combination with America (laughs) bombing bombing Japan Japan that ended the aggression of the Japanese in China. The Communist Party had nothing to do with it. Okay, but this is the narrative. This is what little children are being taught. And this is what society thinks. They think that Mao Zedong and the communists defeated Japan. Right. And that's the narrative the government's running with. They love oh, that. Always. They love that. But they didn't. They no. did nothing. Right. Nearly nothing. Mm. Yeah, can we beat them to death? That's nice. I mean, that's just so normal. When this clip was going around mm-hmm. on the Chinese internet, a lot of people were saying, like, can we teach our kids better? The younger people, like our generation. Yeah. Now it was nice to see that on Weibo. The other people were saying, this kid is so cute. Yeah, like, everyone's stupid. like, this kid's so great. Yeah, like, like, look, blah, he's blah, blah. a real nationalist. But the problem uh, is, is, not, uh, is that this isn't shocking. This is no. like the most innocuous thing you'll ever see. It's <laughs> so yeah. confident. What kind of parent films their child being this racist and xenophobic and horrible and posts it online as a point of pride? Because it's that normal. Yeah, In exactly. China, you know that. Absolutely. I'm just you know, being right. devil's advocate yeah. here. Uh, you have to understand that this is a, a not a very good um, part of Chinese society, this hatred towards Japanese people and foreigners in general, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, because now it's shifting towards Americans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously. It's the flavor of the week. I mean, the government yeah. does it on purpose. They, they'll they always, They it. will always hate the Japanese the most, though, mm, mm. You know, it's, which is unfortunate. Mm. There were situations when we were in China, we were out drinking with my Japanese friends where we, I actually had to stop, like uh, potentially big things happening by telling, calming down the other Chinese people in the bar and telling them that my friends were Indonesian or, you know, like another random country because they're like... Are, yeah. are you Japanese? Yeah. You know, you ja- come into like, like, no, 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 he's not Japanese. You know. Yeah, it really, yeah, and it depends on what country they hate the most because they'll go. You'll get thugs walking around asking where you're from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, remember that thing yeah. we had. Anyway, um, let's get back to the Olympics. Let's get back to the Olympics. So, yeah, what do we have here? So this was the Chinese embassy in Sri Lanka. It doesn't matter what country. Just know it's the Chinese official government. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, state, state media. So they go on Twitter uh, again. Gotta remind everyone, Twitter's blocked in China. Don't know why they're allowed to have state accounts on Twitter when they block mm-hmm. it in their own country. Yeah. To me, that's hypocrisy. Absolutely. But going forward, this is um, this is what they said. 
Among all the photos in the game, at Reuters has chosen this one, which only shows how ugly they are. Don't put politics and ideologies above sports and call yourself an unbiased media organization. Shameless. Respect the spirit of Olympics. So this is um, this woman, Ho, mm -hmm. from China. She is a weightlifter, right? Yeah. Now, they chose a mid-action photo of her. And China had to go and run to state media and say, how dare you such an ugly photo? Look, at you yeah. just want everyone to think Chinese people are ugly. This is very common in the Olympics. We'll show you later. They actually use these kind of mid-action pictures Yeah, this shows you the power of the sport. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah. No one's looking at that photo saying, like, how, how disgusting. Right? No, and it's, uh, the, it's the article is literally saying China's Ho wins 49-kilogram weightlifting gold at Tokyo Olympics. It's right. like showing the, the win, right? Okay, but let's, let's play devil's advocate. Let's yeah. say, okay, Reuters, you silly buggers. How dare you? Such an ugly photo of this poor woman and making China look bad. Okay, yeah, that's we'll fine. go with that logic. So what about China Daily then? Oh, which shit. Is like <laughs> Damn. Damn it. China, well. China Daily, which is the official Chinese state media, used the same, well, almost the same photo. <laughs> it probably worse, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, boy. So, well, get caught at their own game here. So uh, basically, this guy says, are you going to issue an apology to first... First to uh, Ho Zihui, then to Reuters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they used it first yeah, in yeah. Chinese state media. Exactly. Uh, oops. But you know what? Very shortly after this kind of gotcha moment happened with this reply, the China Daily changed the picture to another one. Yeah. Because yeah. it was starting to gain traction. And they love this. The, the Chinese government loves it when this nationalism goes overboard. They weaponize yeah, it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so moving on, the same uh, Sri Lankan Chinese embassy... Um, posted this lovely tweet. Same day, mm. same Olympics, same Reuters, Reuters, different faces. Maybe it's because everything good in life comes easier for the white Westerners. We said that these biased mainstream media are ugly. Never the athletes. They are beautiful, no matter the colors or the nationalities. So that's a fairly racist thing to say. Yeah. Maybe it's because everything good in life comes easier for the white Westerners. What what How is this? What is this absolute crap? That you know to be able to go and say something like that. I mean, the state media in China is saying this. Yeah, this is not a random netizen, guys. This is the the Chinese embassy. Yeah, we wouldn't be posting a random netizen saying stuff. Like no, this. no, 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 no. Anyway, just wanted to point that out. But yeah. um, uh, you know. It kind of leads into what we're going to talk about next, because here's the Japanese ping pong uh, or table tennis. How dare the media yeah. use such, such an, an ugly photo. Ugly photo of this girl mid-action while playing ping pong. How dare they? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's very common practice to see these yes. very like, you know, I don't know, in the midst of doing that's their... That's what sports are. Yeah, their sports feet. It's not that they're sing singling out China and trying to make them look bad. This is the stupid narrative they've got at the moment, is that Western media tries to make China look bad. And, of course, this, this came as a huge upset. You know, China hasn't lost at table tennis since 2004 yeah. in any of the table tennis competitions. You're amazing at it, yeah. Um, and, unfortunately, they lost to... Who do you think they lost to? Oh, what would be the worst worst country for <laughs> china Japan. to to lose to okay so now mm. we would say oh, go back go back yeah. we would definitely say congratulations to china if they won and i yes. wanted to congratulate to the the chinese lady swimmers that uh set the world record fantastic Absolutely. job mm. um separate politics from sports mm. unlike the ccp unlike the ccp the reason we brought this up and we think this this win for japan is such a big deal is because <laughs> chinese state media 
they declared victory over Japan in the ping pong tournament because they were so sure that they were going to win yeah, and prematurely. beat Japan prematurely. They removed all that now. And they removed all the evidence of that. Mm. Um, and so that's why this is just so much more damning when Japan actually won. Yeah, now, of course. The what, accusations. What, what happens when Japan wins? First of all, oh, it's not fair. It's not fair. They they put out all the stuff that like the one Japanese player like blew, blew the, the ball. ball, and it was going around. I went on Chinese media. I went on WeChat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of WeChat moments were showing this blowing the ball picture. Like yeah. he yeah. blew the ball, and so it gave him an unfair advantage. The mm-hmm. counterpoint to that would be what? What like it's, it's that, the same it's ball? The same ball. It's how's it going to affect anyone? It's you know, it's just like a, if you if oh, let's mm-hmm. just play devil's advocate and say he had magic breath. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> blows on that ball, right? He didn't put like a timer on his magic breath. That magic breath is now encompassing the ball. So when they hit it back, so should, certainly here's, they can. Here's the thing, though: there are rules because of COVID that you're not supposed to blow on the ball. It's a new okay. thing. Okay, yeah. so there is a rule against sure. it. Sure. I looked into this, but because it's such a habitual thing for um, it, yeah. ping, like table tennis people to blow on the ball, they were praising the Chinese athlete for not blowing on the ball but just blowing on his hand instead. You know, it's to like because you're not supposed to blow on the ball or wipe your forehead or something because of COVID. Yeah. But that doesn't actually change anything because even if he was called out for blowing on the ball, all he would get is a yellow card. Yeah, it's not. And a that would not stop him from winning yeah. the game. He Correct. wouldn't have lost. No. It wouldn't so have changed the outcome. Way. He wouldn't have changed the outcome. But they were running with that picture. Yeah, you yeah. know, they loved that one. So, first of all, all the accusations of, ah, they must have cheated and all yeah. this stuff. Then came the horrific, oh horrific gosh. social media attacks on the winners. You know, if you read any of the Instagram or Facebooks or anything or any of the social media of these Japanese um, athletes who won, it is full of the worst, disgusting vitriol that you've ever seen in your life. Calling them all the swear words in the world. They, they have to I'm die. Their you. family has to die. You know, Shaorubin Gwades of this and that. You know, lots Shame of, of the world. Yeah, all this terrible, terrible stuff. Which is disgusting. We saw this with Mac Horton, you know, the, the Australian swimmer years back. We'll get into the swimming thing too. But it's just, it, they, they're just incapable of accepting defeat. Sore losers in the biggest sense of the word. And I'll tell you why. Again, this mm-hmm. doesn't go on to like, oh, Chinese people are just really bad at losing all this kind of stuff. No, it's because they turn the Olympics and sports into weaponized nationalism. So people yeah. get upset. Yeah. They turn it into a, like, there's a friendly thing where like, okay, England is doesn't like France. Yeah. So maybe they're like, oh, we're rooting for our country, right? <laughs> or the World Cup or Football like soccer. hooligans are a different story. Don't yeah, worry, no, it's pretty soccer, bad. Like, no, no, it <laughs> does. It is, yeah. right? Yeah. The thing is, is that it's a weaponized nationalistic effort from the Chinese government, yes, right? It's yes. not people like me bros and lads getting beers and saying like we're gonna we're gonna kick italy's ass in the, yeah. in the tournament sure this is the the top central government putting its tentacles down and saying everyone gets super mad this yeah. is unfair everyone's trying to 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 destroy china and the only reason they do this is to to exacerbate their power right there's yeah there, i'm sorry to interrupt you but there is a very interesting technique that the chinese government uses mm-hmm. in order to um push these kind of things and that is to condone things. That's, that's the right. way they condone things is by not condemning them. Correct. So, you know, for instance, when you get um, netizens and people publicly attacking us, for instance, okay, mm-hmm. on forums, it's out there in the public saying horrible things, death threats, all this. The fact that the government doesn't stop it and say that's against the rules, don't make death threats to people. Um, it means that it's condoned. It is. And it encourages people. Yeah, because they're like, wait, we can get away with this? Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, look, our country and our government backs us up. They don't tell us that we're doing anything wrong, so we're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And they go, and the same thing happens with this. This 
horrific harassment of the, the Japanese athletes. Have you seen anything from the Chinese government that says, you know, no. we, we should not be so hostile towards, you know, these people. Right. We should show our Chinese manners. Where's that thing? Where is it? Is, there it is. <laughs> we should show our Chinese manners and show how, what a great country we are. Yeah. And be polite. No, right. they just don't say anything. They just right. let it happen and they love it. And because it serves it. their purpose. Yeah. It furthers their agenda that we are the victim and the world's trying to destroy us. Yeah. You know? So let's move on from table tennis. Your, uh, people are saying your mic's too quiet. So oh, sorry. Um, yeah, let's move away from table tennis. Let's move on to the next thing. Oh, we have some more table tennis, but I think it's yeah. coming up. Okay, yeah. So now this is the, the, the other big... Uh, this like, one's bigger upset. in my social media. It, it, in my it, no, this circle. is actually bigger. Yeah. All of my um, Chinese, the people that I speak to, my Chinese friends, relatives, mm -hmm. etc. This is all that's in their WeChat moments. All, yeah. all that's in my yeah. WeChat moments, Mine too. right? Yeah. Okay. So we have these two athletes competing, of course, and they're very upset that the Japanese guy won. Why? Let's see. Well, if you took that out of context. Yeah, they, okay. they keep showing. Okay, they're showing cool. some things. It's, well, it's the same landing. Oh, is it? No, it's a separate one. Anyway. So if you took that out of context, you would see the Japanese guy steps off the mat, right? Yeah. So everyone in China is going crazy without the context. They're showing this clip over and over again, and they're saying, How, look at the, the Olympic community is so biased. Look, the world yeah. is anti-China. And again, they're weaponizing this, saying the world's trying to d destroy China because they can't look, they can't be fair about the judgments with our gymnasts. Yes. Look at the Japanese guy fall off the mat, our Chinese uh, athlete, yeah. Xiao Rotung, he, he landed it, right? Yeah. What is the problem with that? Okay, now, the way the scoring works with this, we're going to get into it a little bit technically, but the highest deduction you can have for any mistake is 0.3, okay? for whatever mistake that you make. Mm -hmm. The the Japanese gymnast's landing is worse than the Chinese gymnast's landing. Let's get that out of the way. It is worse. Yeah. The, the landing That's from, what I'm saying. Taken out of context. Little, little Xiao is, right. um, is just a little bit more terrible in comparison. <laughs> I mean, Xiao is better than better. Uh, It's better Hashimoto's. than the Japanese. Yeah. Guy, Hashimoto yeah. screwed up, okay? Right. But... He said little Xiao, not to be demeaning. Xiao means little. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Playing words. Yeah. Um, before we get into the scoring, of course, immediately after oh, yeah. the win, look at this, this disgusting, we're not even going to translate all this stuff because it's so horrible, but he, yeah. of course, got attacked by the Chinese netizens, right. the sore losers, God bless you to eat shit, you know, ni masla, yeah. all the usual stuff that you get. Um, awful, awful, awful stuff. They put in like petitions to the, the, whatever they call it, the fig, which is the, um, uh, I don't know what is the fig. It's it's like the International Federation for Gymna Gymnastics yeah. or whatever. It's yeah. the it's basically the overseeing yeah. body of the competition. So here's here's their statement. Okay, and uh, I'll read it to you. It says following numerous comments regarding the score obtained by Hosh uh, Hashimoto uh, Daiki on the vault in the men's all-round competition on 28th July. The International Gymnastics Federation, FIG, wants to confirm that the judging was fair and accurate for this exercise. The post-competition analyses carried out by the FIG have shown that the judges' panel applied the current code of points. The vault presented by Hashimoto Daiki, um, which is a, a, what is it, a kasamatsu stretched with two... Two over one twists was granted a difficulty score of 5.6 points 
as stated in the code. Concerning the execution, the judge's panel deducted from the 10-point maximum 0.1 for legs slightly apart during the first flight phase, 0.1 for the body slightly bent, 0.1 for the legs slightly apart in the second flight phase, 0.1 for lack of preparation for landing, 0.1 for incomplete twists upon landing, 0.3 for the large right foot step on landing, maximum deduction. In addition, a 0.1 penalty was applied for the right foot out of bounds. Therefore, the FIG can assess that the 14.7 score obtained by Hashimoto on his apparatus is correct in regards to the code of points. And so is the final ranking. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for all that long speech. But basically, they, broke it down. they pro proved that exactly the points that were given to the Japanese uh, gymnast were correct. Yeah. Now, the reason the Chinese gymnast lost is he forgot to salute the judges, which is part of the rules. Okay, and it shows maximum disrespect. He didn't salute the judges, so he got the maximum 0 0.3, uh, you know, deducted. And, of course, all of his other usual deductions. And that's why he got a lower score. Of course, the rules. his coach immediately appealed and said it was unfair, but the appeal was rejected. I believe the Chinese gymnast also told the Japanese gymnast to stop attacking China or something. That was also floating around. Well, either way, if you look at uh, poor old uh, Hashimoto's... Uh, um, Instagram, what's tagged there again is the most disgusting vitriol. He, well, he took it in stride. It was funny because, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of hate going around towards the uh, the Chinese side of things because a lot of them don't even have Western social media. Mm -hmm. So it's all domestic, right? It's this sure. echo chamber within Weibo and stuff. But these guys use Western social media, I should say, world's global social media that's sure. not blocked. And Hashimoto, he went on Twitter and he said, like, I'm glad I got everyone, like, pumped up. I'm glad I got everyone so sure. so enthusiastic about this yeah. sport. It was pretty funny. Yeah, exactly. I liked it's, his attitude. It's just absolutely disgusting, the behavior of the netizens. I wish they would realize that what they're doing is really just shooting themselves in the foot. We see this all the time. Their whole goal is to defend the honor of China. That's their whole thing. Like, you know, they think that's what they're doing. But all they're doing is making China look awful, making China look like an uncivilized, disgusting country with no, no manners. What is that thing again? No manners, no politeness, and an inability to, uh, you know, engage with the rest of the world because all you ever see is this vitriol all the time. That's the problem is that for the people that don't do that, the people that have good manners, and they, yeah. they, you're embar they're embarrassing the good people of China. Yeah. It's bad. Because they're the most vocal people, and the problem is the government loves it. Yeah, and they encourage right? they can, it. They condone it. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah, exactly. So um, the, the outcome of this, as you can see, is really just vitriol, nonsense, and an inability for them to accept defeat. Now, next on the list of uh, drama, Olympic drama, <laughs> yeah. obviously this is all about Olympic drama. Yeah, and cheating. Get, cheating's and coming cheating, up. Yeah, cheating's coming. Uh, next on the list, we have a map of China. As you can see, Taiwan is not on that map. Uh, the, NBC, NBC, the NBC broadcast this. And of course, if you ever want to piss off the Chinese government, show a map of China that doesn't include Taiwan. So there's a map of China. Oh, this will make them lose. Like they'll, the Chinese they, government will lose their they mind. They released a statement saying that they'd hurt the emotions and the feelings of all, all. 1.4 billion Chinese people because I, of this I asked map. a lot of my Chinese friends, and I can tell you what, they're not hurt. I'm pretty sure most of them don't give a shit about a <laughs> tiny little graphic of a map in the corner of a, of a thing. And while we're talking about this, we have to. We have to talk about that hilarious incident. You know, Tencent, 
is this massive company. They made WeChat. Huge, biggest um, technology company. I used to work for them, actually, surprisingly enough. Um, biggest company uh, in China when it comes to internet and stuff. Now, they did the live streaming for the Olympic Games. Right. And you know when the countries come in, they show a big, it's like a parade, and you get like whatever. Brazil comes in and they flick around a uh, thing, yeah, and yeah. they carry a flag and all right. that. It's very, very good. It's very ceremonial. It's, it's really interesting. Now, when Taiwan came in, they cut the broadcast, okay? Because they can't show Taiwan. are not allowed to show it. There's a lot of things you can't show in, in China. It's censored, right? So they cut the broadcast, and they showed some, like, Chinese comedy show clips or something while Taiwan came in. But they screwed up because China came in directly afterwards. Yeah. And they didn't come back to the broadcast in time, and they cut out the Chinese team entering. In China. In China. So they censored... Both Taiwan and China <laughs> entering the Olympics. No and, one gets to see it. And I mean, that people were like cr- posting that around the internet. Like one post got over 200 million views. Yeah. It was just talking about how ridiculous this they was. They were so upset. They cut out. Now you've got, imagine the entire of China is watching this live. The that, whole country. That's how every, they don't that's turn how, on the That's TV. how authoritarian countries work. Yeah. You got to watch your country in these So they're all events. on their phones. They're all yeah. on their streaming, on their whatever. They're watching it live and they're rooting for their country and they don't get to see their country come in. <laughs> it's, like, it's the dumbest thing. It's, it's, I mean, it's so you know stupid. What? You know who loved it the most were all my Taiwanese friends. And then I saw some of the posts that were going around on Taiwanese forums. They were pissing themselves it's the, laughing. But it's hilarious. Because China forces the Olympic body to make Taiwan not a country. It's got to be called Chinese, Chinese Taipei. Taipei. Yeah. So that's already humiliating and like a huge slap in the face, right? Yeah. But I noticed that whenever they people post about Chinese Taipei, they always say uh, Taiwan. They correct it. But yeah. this time they got to see the the entire the entirety of the events. But China got to, had yeah. to miss out on their own countries. I know. Thing. Isn't that the it's best funny. thing? That's probably the most funniest thing that came out of this. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this map, which was broadcast by NBC, has created a huge like uh, political oh, yeah. storm as usual, yeah. and like we demand an apology and reparations and all this kind of stuff. Whatever. You know, I hope that NBC doesn't back down and just lets them sit, no. sit and swivel. We're actually going uh, in the right direction with the whole Taiwan issue on terms of maps. The State Department actually just introduced a bill saying that U.S. government ent- entities cannot use maps that include Taiwan as a part of China. That's great. Which is just, so, it sounds minor, because obviously huge. it's actually big in terms of recognizing Taiwan. Yeah, absolutely. So we're on the right path. Yep. Taiwan is a country. It is. Just had to say that. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on from... From this part over here. China. <laughs> okay, yeah, you introduced it. So, uh, again, this cannot be... A, I, I have to... Uh, the, the good part of my soul has to keep saying, this is not like a smear thing against <laughs> no. Chinese Olympics. The thing is, we cover China, mm. and almost all of the bad behavior in the Olympics was from the Chinese side. And it's simply because... The etiquette is just not taught by the government bodies in charge. It's more important that they win. The sure. most important thing is that they win. Sure. Don't have to be polite about it. Now, there were a lot of polite Chinese athletes. Yes, there, there like were. we said, congratulations, congratulations to the to swimmers them. and yeah. to all the other gold medal holders who have earned their medals Correct. correctly. Now, that being said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this, on the other hand, was shocking even to me as someone that lived in China for 10 years that this was on display in the Olympics on live TV. Okay. This is a badminton competition. Mm-hmm. and Putting the bad in badminton. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so this woman that is on the Chinese team gets very excited after she keeps scoring points. And let's just roll the clip and I'll tell you yeah, what we'll she says. Yeah, we'll try to tell you what she says. 
Just let it go. You can't make this up. It wasn't once. No. This is not a loop, right? No. <laughs> this is not a loop, right? No, it's not. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, sure. I'm so embarrassed on behalf of her. So what you just heard about 100 billion times over and over again, let's put her in the background so you can okay, see Okay, we'll, we'll put her back, yeah. Um, what you heard a billion times in the background was tall, okay? Oops. And tall is the F word in it's, Chinese. It's basically, the, yeah, it is. It's the F word. She's just screaming over and over again the F word. Yeah. She's like, we can, we're allowed to say it. She's saying, fuck, fuck, every time she scores, okay? Yeah. And it's not like a different version of it. It's no. not like saying like crap versus shit. Yeah, yeah. She's it's... literally just saying, fuck, over and over again, as loud as she can on live TV in the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. Now, the problem with that is that it's not actually against the Olympic rules to swear, right? Yeah, but it is against the Olympic, I mean, the, the Badminton, Badminton Association board. or whatever. You, yeah. you can't swear on any language, um, audibly for the yeah. judges to hear or for the audience to hear yeah um, any well well-known well known language that is the most well like it's that's what you if hear you, in china if, all the time if you speak chinese you know so she's screaming tall the entire time and it's just so embarrassing because i didn't see other people doing that i heard there was one swimmer or something that yeah uttered, she, she she said the f word yeah it was like a it was uh, kind of like what would you tell your family irish back, back home or something he's like well if, you know fuck right. you or something like that and and she apologized later yeah, yeah. The difference is this is screaming over and over again. And it, in China, you don't understand, this sounds so low class. It's like super people, low class. If you show this to any Chinese person, they'd no be cringe. very embarrassed. And that's the problem is I feel really bad. Me too. For, you know, Me too. A lot of my Chinese friends and family, just the you know, normal everyday Chinese people, you don't want this to be the outward no, face of your country. Stop doing stuff like this. You're making China look bad. You're truly making China look <laughs> yeah. bad. You know how they always say the evil Western powers are making China look bad? Nope. Like, oh, the BBC comes here and tries to make China look bad. No, your own athletes are making China look bad and you're not reprimanding them. Nope. You allow this. What was the, ex what was the excuse? So this is probably <laughs> the best part. I'm glad you asked me. Mm -hmm. F in the chat for her. Thank you very much. Yeah. So her excuse, and I kid you not, I kid you not. So she didn't know what to do. Obviously, yeah, she yeah. didn't know what to say. So they said, why did you keep saying fuck over and over again? Yeah. And she said, I'm sorry, it's my bad pronunciation. I actually wasn't saying fuck. What I was saying was something else. And it's just my not standard pronunciation. I was just excited. And she, so she was basically saying she was saying a different word. But she didn't say what that different word no, was. No, she didn't say what the different word is. She said, oh, next time I'll fix my pronunciation. Yeah, next time I'll fix my pronunciation. What? There is no pronunciation. <laughs> no. That's how it's used. You say, no. what's how? Yeah. You know? Well, tall. You she didn't say tall. She said tall. Yeah, you can see. That's what she said. That's anyway. It doesn't matter. It's just kind of chat. a bit of a hilarious stuff. I over mean, there. it's so embarrassing. No, don't do that. No, 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 no. That's some um, some pretty. How they say like handy, you know? It's Julian. It's Julian, and it's uh, two balls of the. Yes. Marin de Hua, you know. Yep. Anyway, uh, let's move on. We said we talk about some cheating, and we. Gonna give you a little bit of cheats over here. It's a bit of a timeline, yeah. Yeah, we got a couple. So, let's start out with the uh, 2000 Sydney Olympics, was it? Yes. Uh, now this this young girl that you can see, she's the one on the right in that picture, the shorter one. The one on the left's older, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one on the right in the picture. Okay, so when she went to take part in the Sydney Olympics, um, 
she came in where where do we have we got it in our notes so yep, i want right to get here. this right okay um her she her surname is dong mm -hmm. okay she competed under a passport that gave her a date of birth as the 20th of january 1983 so she came into um she came into sydney on this passport okay which said that she was born in 1983 however when she was certified to work as a technician official at the 2008 Chinese Olympics, yeah. she was registered with the 23rd of January 1986 birth date, her real birth date. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, when you're, uh, you know, when it comes to gymnastics, younger girls can perform better. Yes, it's just the way it works. Okay. Yeah. And so basically, there's a rule that you have to be 16 in order to compete. So right. in order to defeat that rule of being 16, they get a 14-year-old to go in. And you could tell she's incredibly young. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And just obviously the government can issue the passports. They're the ones that issue the passports. It's very easy for them to just issue oh, a passport. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, different. for sure. So she got to compete illegally. And it was later found out and they removed the points and stuff, you know, the Olympic kind of Committee stuff, yeah. and stuff. But that's, that's the first one. Then, you know... Um, Again, later, actually, in the 2008 Olympics, was it? Yeah, this, this was in China. This is easier to lie yeah, about. Yeah, it's easier when you're in China. When you're in your own country. I mean, they falsify documents all the time. Yeah. It, so. There's a whole situation about doping offshore and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. That they did. Easier to do when you're in your home country, Absolutely. especially in China. So she was, uh, this is He Kuxin. Yeah. And she was, I remember seeing her. I watched this uh, in 2008 live. Yeah, I was in China at the time. Yeah, I, this is right before I moved there. So I'm watching it, getting pumped up to go to China. I had my little Chinese flag and stuff. And I was watching the Olympics. And I was, I, I when I saw this, I was taken aback. I was like, this girl is not 16 years no, old. No, I mean, you, if you look at her, her hips haven't even begun to develop. It's a kid. This is a kid, right? It's a, it's a little child. So anyway, this turns out she obviously was not that age, but they, China never really admitted to this one, right? Mm -hmm. Because they got to keep it under wraps because it yeah. was in China. But anyway, they they found her information cached on Baidu. Yeah. And it said that her she was two years younger than she actually yeah, 14 was. 14 instead of yeah, 16. 13 or 14 or something. Yeah. Anyway, so she won the gold mm -hmm. and she was completely illegal. And again, not her fault. This None of these athletes have a decision over this. Yeah. The problem is, is that China has these mills where they crank out international athletes and they force them from a young age to do so. This girl had no, no, you know, she knows how old she is in real life, right? Sure. But she can't go out there and tell the truth. And she has no, no bearing over this. She can't control this because the Chinese government says, we will use you as a pawn. It's like North Korea. It's like I, Soviet Union. I actually um, met people who'd been in part of the Olympic thing when I was living in Shenzhen. And right. The way it works is when you're in a rural community, Right. There's very little hope for a bright future. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you either end up being, you know, a farmer like your old man or, or whatever, you know, just continuing being a rural peasant type thing. Yeah. Um, if you're lucky enough for your parents to get enough money together for you to go be a migrant worker in the cities or to go and study or something like that, then you can kind of escape that lifestyle. But there is another way out, and that is if you're if you are incredibly good at uh, any kind of sport, if they see some promise, they have these guys that go around to the villages. Yeah, the to scouts. Yeah. Kind of scout. You can be taken into this kind of Olympics um, program that they yep. have, and they—it's grueling. And you just go live there, yep. and they train you every day, and you just train over and over in whatever sport it is that uh, they think you're good at. And you know, if you qualify, then you you get to live a glamorous life. 
So it is like a lot of these athletes. To be fair, yeah. after you're done, after you win, they drop you so True. hard. There, there are people that got homeless after that. Well, dude, there's some, been some pretty bad stories, and if yeah. you lose, you, you oh you, yeah, like you know, remember that hurdle guys? What was yeah. what was his name? Leo. Yeah, I Leo? can't remember him. He, I remember I mean, that I he was a big name. deal. He was like a superstar, and I remember seeing his his pictures on yeah. all the promotions, and then he screwed up, and then he was suddenly enemy public enemy number one. And yeah, he everyone was completely, hated him. Everyone hated him. Yeah. It's not a good thing. It's not good. Anyway, so um, obviously they they cheat in this in this kind of way, and that the reason why China cheats is it's all about face, right? Okay, the reason why the Olympics is so important to specifically communist countries like the Soviet Union in the past and that type of thing, is because it's their way to try and show the world that what they're doing is working and better than Western civilization or Western ways right. capitalism and stuff, right? Right. That is their whole thing. So they have to make sure and they have to do whatever they can in order to have these wins and these gold medals because it's a way for them to say, look, we're better than the West. We're yeah. better than other countries. What we do is better. Soviet Union did the same thing. It's justification for your stupid authoritarian government. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, well, it works better. They have this fantasy. The Soviet Union did the exact same thing as China. That they have to, They're so insignificant and insecure compared to Western democracy where people have the freedom to actually train and work hard. Yeah, right? yeah that's right. To where... The problem is, is that these these other countries they have to use this as an advertisement and say, yeah. "Look, our authoritarian system might be at odds with your ideology, but look at what we can do. Look at what our guys can do." Yeah. Right. So we're moving on with cheating in the Olympics in the 2012 Olympics in London, uh, a round robin format was introduced for the first time in badminton. Okay, and uh, basically what happened was. Um, Four women's teams, two from South Korea and one each from China and Indonesia, were expelled from the games for match fixing. After lackluster play that drew boos from spectators, the teams were accused of purposefully trying to lose their matches in order to improve their draw in the next round. Um, right. So they were basically gaming the system. So uh, yeah. once again, um, it's all about face. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. else we got? Um, oh, well, little comeuppance here. Okay, so we've covered this guy in the past. No one seems to care when we talk about the swimming. <laughs> you know, good old Sun Yang. Hey, at least it's in the Olympics. So. Yeah. So Sun Yang is, of course, China's most famous swimmer, gold medalist. He's a very good swimmer. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, his entire career has been marred with doping scandals. And he has been caught out by even the Chinese body swimming body for doping. We should probably show him. Yeah. Ben's yeah, 200 meters freestyle. There's Scott Duncan, who is An now two medal winner. Mm -hmm. Sun Yang. Yang. He's a doping. The second gold medal he, of these we've done multiple videos about this. He's, he's the drug cheat. Yeah, he, he <laughs> literally doped and got caught. He got caught by the Chinese um, like body, and they kept it quiet, and they just kind of made him pay a fine on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, that huge controversy where, you know, they do like spot checks yeah. for swimmers for doping. So they'll come like in the middle of the night to your house with a team and they'll take a blood sample and then they test it. That's the only way they can catch these guys up. Because yeah. if you know that you're if you know that you're about to be tested, like at the end of the week, you go they go for like blood transfusions yeah. and stuff in order to, you know. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Like Michael Phelps and yeah. stuff. Was it was it Phelps? I can't remember. One of those guys did was doing blood transfusions. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway. That's how drug cheats work. But he got caught out because it was like in the middle of the night and right. they came to his house and uh, they took the blood samples. But then he actually got his uh, bodyguard to smash the blood samples vials with a hammer. 
Yeah. Okay. So he was like, no, you're not leaving with those samples and smashed him. Obviously, he's got something to hide. Yeah. Um, and so he's kind of been banned. He's banned from the Tokyo Olympics and stuff. Yeah, this is just the comeuppance that we wanted to show yeah, what he so, did. So this is what he did last time. Because just obviously um, people like Mac Horton and others have stood up to him. They don't want to shake his hand. Yeah. They don't want to congratulate him when he wins because he is a drug cheat and he's been proven to be a drug cheat. And that's, right. you know, obviously... Championships. No. It is... It's like, really shake my hand. Wow. Goodness yeah. me, what was that? That was in the face of Duncan Scott. Is that right? Sun Yang of China, he's not shaking hands with Duncan Scott, but that was enormously aggressive. Wow, look at that on the right-hand side. Duncan Scott shaking hands with the other guys, but he's refusing to shake hands with the champion, Sun Yang. Duncan this is very, very interesting indeed. Sun Yang promoted into the goal because Raps has twitched on the start and therefore was disqualified, having touched the wall first. Oh dear, he's now getting booed massively. Listen to this. <laughs> you loser, I'm win, yes? Anyway. So anyway, the whole point is Duncan Scott won now. Yeah. He, he went on to Olympic greatness while Sun Young withered into the annals well, of history. Well, I mean, he's he will be allowed to swim again. Yeah. But in like eight years or six years or something. Maybe after his prime. Yeah, I know. You should know all about swimming. I think that's a, it's a, it's a long time. You don't you want know. to be out of the game that long. Yeah. So no. kind of in line with Olympic cheating. Let's move on to the uh, the what's called the military olympics so now the chinese team got kicked out of the military world games um, yeah. for extensive cheating now let me explain yeah when they start there's a, a thing that's called orienteering mm -hmm. okay let me read it it's an endurance sport in which competitors navigate what is usually unfamiliar terrain using only a map and a compass while racing to the finish line they must navigate a series of checkpoints en route okay this happened in china by the way mm-hmm and what, what was going on was the Chinese, the, the women's team, military team, had secret paths laid out for them and landmarks, little marks to tell them where to go, okay? And they had like so-called spectators helping them out, like telling them what to do and where to go. And all the other teams like observed this and they complained, like what's going on? Because the, the Chinese women's team, they took all the medals, like, you know, they just took everything and they were like, hang on, this isn't right. And then after extensive investigating, the IOF uh, said it was discovered and proven that Chinese run runners received illegal assistance, both by spectators and in the terrain, markings and small paths prepared for them and which only they were aware of. So they were caught out there as well. Got this just in. Uh, Michael Phelps never did anything. It wasn't Michael Phelps. It Who was, was it? Uh, Ryan Locke. And was he Ryan? did in, infusions of uh, IV vitamins, not blood transfusions. Who did the blood transfusion? Well, I'll look it up. Yeah. But don't, we shouldn't shame Michael Phelps. No, no, of course. Wait, which, are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. What did Michael Phelps do? I had a sports expert just reach out. Good. Yeah. It's, well, again, I retract that if I was incorrect. What did Michael Phelps do? He sm smoked weed. Oh, is that what he yeah, did? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter. Well, you know, there was some kind of controversy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was one. Guillermo Bertola. Yeah. He was. He received his uh, transfusion of his mother's blood. <laughs> okay. Uh, Argentinian. I mean, yeah. There you go. 
So, okay, it does exist. Yeah. It does. No, absolutely. It, absolutely. Yeah. But it wasn't Michael Phelps. No, that's why I asked yeah. it as a question. Sure. Was it him? Sure. Like, well, now we have I didn't a, say it was him. Okay, good stuff. All right, good. So um, there we go. Again, more in the line of cheating. And remember, it's all about face. If you remember the 2008 Olympics, mm-hmm. in the opening ceremony, they had that little girl singing a song. You remember that, right? Yeah. Pretty little girl singing the song. And it turns out later that she was lip syncing. And that they actually had a, another girl singing the song, but she wasn't pretty enough. So they put like a, a little pretty girl to lip sync it instead. And that explains to you exactly how yeah, China works. face culture. It's all about face. Yeah. And that's just they're, they're, Those two girls are actually friends now. Yeah. There's more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on. Before you say anything. All right. I want to pose to you guys. I'm going to check the chat. Okay. Yeah. This is a live show. What team do you think this is yeah okay just look at it for a couple of seconds what team do you think this is mm. okay I'll yeah stew on that for a second we have fu tong liao and yang yes uh, this is a team a, a team of athletes one mm. one is not like the others <laughs> <laughs> one might say mm-hmm. um so yep yeah, letting that stew for a second okay now that you guys have had a chance, uh, Winston, why don't you reveal to us what team this actually well, is? Well, this is the 2019 uh, women's, uh, was it track and field team? Yes. Yeah, we wrote it down here, exactly. This is um, th- this is not the Olympics, by the way. This was a, uh, we did write it down, where is it? Yeah, this oh, is in uh, Heilongjiang. Yeah, that's let's, fine. We've got to make sure our, our facts are correct here. Let's see, I did send it to you. I can bring it up on my computer here. Sure um was it this one yes okay uh they are okay the 400 meter women's national track and field championships uh champions team in daqing heilongjiang so this is in 2019 Mm -hmm. now of course the chinese netizens are the ones who brought this up they were like how is this the women's team yeah they're, they're, most of the comments are saying things like, these guys are more manly than me. Yeah, these, these, men these women are more manly than I am. Okay. Uh, and okay. To be maybe fair, it's just a bad picture. Right. Well, maybe it's just a bad picture. In, in my eyes, there's only one woman and, woman, and that's the one on the far left. On the left. Yeah. So Tong Liao Wang, Yang, sorry, Tong Liao Yang and Yang are all men in my eyes. Sure. If, okay. From first impressions, right? From first impressions. Okay. Okay. The hips don't lie, obviously, as they say. But <laughs> now... If we go on, we we can hear the interview, so maybe it'll clear things up. Yeah, for maybe us. it'll clear clear things yeah. up. Let's let's take a look at the interview here. Hmm. Well, first of all, there's another oh, picture. There's another photo, just in case it's a bad photo. Yeah, there's Tong and Liao. You can see the two of them flanking the, the, the woman in the middle for the yeah. women's uh, award here. Yes. Tong and Liao. Yeah. Yeah. These guys incredibly feminine. Mm-hmm. See this little yeah. That's supposed to be a woman. He's wearing a bra. Now, before you guys get all in a hubbub about like trans or whatever, that's not what we're on about here. You got to understand that in China, that's not a thing. That wouldn't be a thing in, in sports. They legitimately just used men on the female running team <laughs> and then tried to pass it off. And the netizens are like, do you think we're stupid? Yeah. Yeah, they, exactly. were, they were like dying there's, laughing. But. There's no way that's the women's running team. 
Yeah, no, <laughs> nice Adam's apples. And... Yeah, nice, nice try, guys. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. make them wear like the bikinis and the bras, but it doesn't change anything. With this, <laughs> this is not the Olympics, but we wanted to show the extent that it gets to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, it's just too good. It's just too good, guys. Yeah. Too good. Awesome. I remember when that came out, I was dying. Yeah. Uh, sure. Let's do cool. some super chats. We'll do a couple of super chats and then we're going to move on to the Woomau corner where we talk about hate and other interesting things like that. Brandon Gingy says, bring back creepy sea milk. Yeah, He's in my one. heart. <laughs> oh, sorry. Jay Leo says, yeah, I hope. I read that one. Okay. You got to tell me where. Okay, there. From there. Bob XRP says, please stop being white superiors. <laughs> I love Chinese people. Nice try, Woomau. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're not. We're just. Um, I don't know what you call us. We're just people. <laughs> we don't have a label. I don't believe in labels. Yeah. Hyperboxing, thank you for your hard work. You're doing fantastic. Reminder for Winston, don't forget to watch a trailer for a walk to remember. Load yeah. it up. Well, you don't have to watch it, but make sure it's up. Okay. okay. We'll watch it after this show, okay? Mm, all right. Thank fine. you for holding us to task because I watch your stupid painting one. Black Halo 6. <laughs> That's right. It's not... I hate... Anyway, whatever. You enjoyed this one. I did not enjoy that my left foot thing. Yeah, I mean... It's like torture to me. Sure, sure. Black Halo 6 says, no one's white superior anything. Um, they're spreading the story of poor victims of a messed up regime. Pull the wool off your eyes. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Thank John you. Tucker, thank, thank you. Thank you for your generosity. Uh, Lek Marsh says, the CCP claims the youngest submerged subway victim was 20 years old, yet the father wrote a memorial note amongst those flowers saying he was still waiting for his daughter to come home from school. Mm -hmm. Patrick T says, greetings. I've been a huge fan for your show for a little over three years now. You guys rock. Have you ever seen a UFO before? We have not. No. Oh, we've seen um, alien fresh jerky, though. There's <laughs> yes. a UFO there. We have a video about that ridiculous, yeah. like, tourist trap stop, you know, in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Jonathan Lau says, Hi, Winston. Hypothetically, if you're forced to leave the U.S., I don't know why that would happen. Which would you prefer, to go back to South Africa or to China? Which is the lesser of evils? If you went back to China, you'd be in jail. Yeah, absolutely. If I, I, first of all, I'd go to neither place. I'd, sure, I'd find another alternative. Um, I would, for sure. But um, it... I mean, if I had to choose between the two, I'd go to South Africa. Yeah. Go to Cape Town. Miao Nyan. Uh, what are the ch chances of she is actually lo Mao's love child? No. Also, if China decides to invest, invest in Afghanistan, will that be a huge money pit for them? Yes, it will. Have you seen our China's meeting with the Taliban now? Yeah, they're like partnered they're up with the Taliban. Yeah, they're friends. You just have can't a make this up. Nope, nope, nope. Power shift. French co-owner Taishan Nuclear Plant says it needs to be shut down immediately. Uh, but the CCP says it's A-OK. -okay and unrelated news, fish with five heads have been found swimming nearby. <laughs> we actually would be bringing that up in the yes. world news segment. Okay. Uh, yeah. Black Halo 6 says put it, put it back up. Make it from steel. He's talking about the CCP yeah. Yeah, monument. The, yes. Alice Bjorgen. Thank you very much. Uh, how many fingers am I holding up, Winston? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> JMR's desk. Uh, thank you very much. We we read yours. Love to thank Taiwan you. from Burpin Lama. Mm -hmm. Hi guys, there's Wumao in this chat. Yep, we we saw that. Yeah, thank you for thank that. Thank you, Dan Ketchatori. Appreciate it. Jason K. Thank you. Joshua Rhodes says these gentlemen and artists are proper Americans in my eyes. Thanks, Winston and Seamilk. And they are Chinese yeah. Americans are Americans, and yeah. Chinese dissidents are proper Americans because they actually are speaking out against oppression. Yeah, and sticking up for democracy. Thank Correct. you very much. Lou T, thank you. Installment installment payment for both of you. Keep up the good fight. PR thirty five. Thank you. Sad that yours being censored. Mm -hmm. Sorry, JPN says Disney and Blizzard Activision are starting their own suffer, starting to suffer their own mandate of heaven with lawsuits and loss of profits. Do you think other companies will suffer the same fates? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's no winning endgame to dealing with China. No, unfortunately, you start if you capitulate to their demands, you're going to lose your loyal, you know, audience that you started out with, 
And even if you capitulate, if you make one mistake, even if you apologize on your hands and knees and kowtow, you've lost already. Correct. I'm going to rip through some of these because I don't want to get bogged sure, down at the end. Sure. Love to Tibetan as people. Thank you very much, Burpin Lama. Hauntus Farmer says, that's all I can give, at least for now. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Jason, we saw one of your tweets. We were cracking up. It was great. Thank yeah. you very much. Jason K, thank you. Uh, Mutawin464, hopefully we can make up for the lack of YouTube money. Thank, thank you. you. Return to Orc Monkey says, upping my weekly donation in honor of the racist Wumaus in the chat. Cheers, thank boys. Thank you. See, Wumaus, you're just making people donate more money to our cause. Yeah, these guys are ridiculous. Ikeban1, keep up the good work. Thank you. Tio Jula, thank you. Excuse me. BB Sun John, could there be a Chinese nationalist employee inside of YouTube to screw you guys over? Uh, potentially but we're not uh, gonna yeah i think so i think so like in the past so, huh? things have changed a bit yeah but definitely think... in the past we've had uh suspicions of that kind of thing yeah, yeah. case close 93 winston your recent stream you gave opinions on mandela and south african leaders who do you think of de clerk yeah i i don't have a strong opinion um he seemed like a fairly reasonable man for what he was okay you know Walter White says, wow, the dead president's spamming the chat shows with you guys are spot on. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Lots of woo Yeah. KM, have you noticed the pinkies haven't targeted Lilla Farley yet? They're cowards. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's because he speaks Ch Chinese very well and he's connected to the Chinese community here. Very yeah, well. I think so they don't want him. If they to... get involved, you know, of course they do attack him, but if yeah. they get involved too much, then they're probably going to face backlash from uh, the Chinese community in the US, Yeah, I don't want to make a, a yeah. uh, enemy bigger than you need to. Anyway, yeah. okay, so now we're going to hit on to our Wu Mao corner, which is where we talk about uh, the 50 Cent Army, all the weird hate and nonsense that's going on, and it's very revealing usually, as you saw earlier in the chat, just how crazy they can get they really just yeah. try so. so so i wanted to introduce a new segment this is going to be probably a weekly thing um until we sort it out but what i want yeah i can put that in the background mm -hmm. what i want to do is uh, i i noticed a lot of you guys liked when we did the investigative journalism type stuff right. so i wanted to bring a little bit of that back in an experiment i'm doing and i was going to do it on my channel but i'll do it on here because i figured it's good to update everyone sure so what i did was i started a tiktok account mm -hmm. and I want to get a caveat out of the way. And everyone's like, oh, t what do you expect? Of course you're going to get banned from TikTok. That's CCP stuff. Yeah. What you have to understand is that's not the point. They're operating within the US. Mm -hmm. Americans are using it. And American TikTok is banned in China. Okay, yes. So this, these are two separate entities. Yeah, right? it's called Douyin in China. Correct. They're, they're not allowed. You're not allowed to use TikTok in, in China. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so this is an American thing for American people that should be following American rules, in my right. opinion. Yeah. So what I did as an experiment was start to upload some of our clips. Most yeah. of them have been from our podcast. The exact thing you're watching right now. Okay. Yeah. So if, as you notice, the top three videos here, two of them have been community guidelines violations and that they've been removed. Right. First, let's go into those clips. So right. Just play this. Okay. This is from our show. Mm -hmm. We're getting there. Oh, we're getting there. Give us a second. It's coming. Any day now. Any. China, you gotta stop. So this can was. Can you stop? You yeah. can play it. You can okay. play it. Please, for the love of all that is holy, dear Mao himself is crying in his grave. Well, actually, he looks like a piece of jerky. But anyway, I'm very upset because China keeps using literally state sponsored rappers. I'm talking about straight up commies to rap about their government programs and government principles. The CCP is literally the most cringe organization I've ever seen in my life. Now, me, myself, I have a very difficult relationship with rap in China. I dabbled in rap a little bit myself, especially when I lived up north in Inner Mongolia province. 
So I'm no stranger to the whole rap ordeal in China. First they ban it, then they bring it back, and now they're using it to their advantage. The funny thing is, is that every time that my buddy Winston and I make fun of these CCP communist raps, they seem to be too embarrassed and then they unlist them. They literally take the videos down. And this keeps happening. Every time we put them on blast, they take it down. And that's actually what happened with uh, my friend here, Cardi C, as she raps about cotton. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> Don't make it better. I see dry, then the sunshine made it cotton. This work was food, people only owe I'll never let this go. You see jobs straight, hey, and the fatty money made your wrist white. Now I need help people just like to hate. So this is what happened. So I put this up, right? Yeah. Do you find anything offensive in that? No, I mean, you're just doing your usual thing. Yeah, it's just talking about... usual thing. We talk about how ridiculous the rap is, yeah. It's life, right? Yeah. Didn't say anything bad about Chinese rap. Actually, I'm a fan of Chinese rap. Talking about Chinese communist rap and how cringe it is. I think that's a very normal opinion to have. And I think our audience would agree. They love it. Now, this was removed, and let me tell you why. It was removed for hate speech. Yeah. We do not tolerate the content that attacks or incites violence against an individual or group of individuals on basis of protected attributes. That's very weird jargon. Are rappers protected individuals now? Yes, especially CCP, like, work... Yeah, CCP, uh, CCP, CCP employees. like, government right. rappers, yeah, okay. We do not allow content that includes hate speech. We remove it from our platform. We also suspend our ban, ban accounts that have multiple hate speech violations, okay? So that was removed for hate speech. Now, the problem with that is that it must have different... Let's just chalk it up to different community guidelines. Let's say you can't say anything against someone that isn't uh, a white person. Yeah. Let's say you just can't say anything against against asians or something let's just chalk it up to that right yeah, okay now the next one is is much more troubling yeah so what play is this clip okay. eyes up now this is a question i get constantly I said why don't chinese why people don't rise chinese up? people rise up and fight the oppressive government that restricts their most basic freedoms i mean we would do that right well to answer that let's just make sure that you know who we're actually talking about here we're talking about the chinese government You know, the government that literally removed the candle and cake emoji before the anniversary of Tiananmen Square massacre so that people couldn't remember what happened or show their remembrance. Keep it up, CCP. You're only fueling the anger of countless Chinese dissidents here in the USA who are building monuments in your Mm -hmm. honor. It's not even legal to talk about it in China. You know, Tiananmen Square. Okay, just pause it there. So this goes on. It's a, it's a video about Tiananmen Square. Yeah. And it's about uprisings that happen in China. Because the question that I always get is, why don't Chinese people rise up? So I clipped this out and I put it on TikTok, right? Mm. This was removed. And this is the really troubling one. Illegal activities and regulated goods. We prohibit the trade, sale, promotion, and use of certain regulated goods. As well as the... So we're talking about drugs, right? Yeah, yeah as well as the depiction and promotion of criminal activities. To protesting? Yeah. Um, some content may be removed if it relates to activities or goods that are illegal or regulated in the majority of the region or world, even if the activities or goods in question are legal in the jurisdiction of posting. Mm-hmm. We allow exceptions for content that provides value to the public, such as educational, scientific, artistic, or newsworthy content. So a video about Tiananmen Square protesters. Yes. And Chinese democracy was removed for illegal activities and unregulated goods. Yeah. Now, this is the issue, is that I I already saw people here like, oh, why are you even on TikTok? That doesn't matter. Like a huge 
portion of the country is on TikTok, and they yeah. can be impressionable people. I'm, I'm not on TikTok. It doesn't matter. No, that's just, that's this, that's saying you belong in your echo chamber. You get that yeah. with different sides. You get people like really left wing people that will only go on their left wing media. It doesn't matter. I mean, I understand what what it's you understand. All about. Yeah. And this is this is actually just an experiment. What you're doing here? Yeah, of course. Well, it doesn't. My point is, a lot of people are on TikTok. Yes, and it's full of Chinese propaganda. It's full of shock. Full. And it's very, it's very much an issue for an American citizen to post something about Chinese democracy yeah. and have it removed on American soil. This is not on a Chinese this app. This is not, a, yeah, it's, it's for America. Correct. And they're allowing horrible, horrible propaganda, you know, genocide denial. Why don't we show some of that? Yeah, you got some of it here? Oh, I sure do. Okay, let's see. I'll fast forward a bit. How, but, you know, they disallow someone to talk about Tiananmen Square and so say I, it's illegal. Yeah, so I've posted four videos now. And I've had two of them removed now for community violations. So my experiment is going to be posting this content going forward. And what I've done is I've, I've submitted appeals for both of those. Okay. I want to keep you guys updated on what they say and come back with. Because upon rejection of that, to me, you will watch that as a, as a content moderator and say, oh, that's actually not against community guidelines. Because sure. it's not. Neither sure. of those clips are against community guidelines. Yeah. Let me show you what's allowed to be on completely. Yeah. Is China a communist country? Of course not, you know. This is the biggest misconception that outsiders have about China. Here, you can do all sorts of business. You can buy and sell stuff, and you don't have to share it with anyone. And people here don't talk about, you know, socialism and communism. Nobody keeps the fun because all we want is to make more money. We got past the security. By the here. way, that guy's entire channel is Chinese propaganda. Just showing that. Yeah. But I don't care that that's on. Come on, I'm going to buy 百分百底下评论百分之可能二三十都是天安门广场那头上一九一九八九六四妈呀四十年了赶紧吧忘记吧surveillance <笑> state surveillance state what's wrong with surveillance surveillance state it stops crime dinguses as long as you're not a criminal who the fuck cares if they filmed you 我也感受嘛，就是。He's Continue. Let's just keep going. Literally thousands, potentially millions of videos on American TikTok promoting. This one on the right is From literally about how coronavirus started outside of China. Yeah. And, and it goes to prove that. Yeah. We have a, a CCP shill in the middle there. And then we have like just celebrations of all these Chinese Communist Party stuff. If you keep going forward, mm -hmm. it goes on and on. I mean, like, I, this is just in preparation for the show. I spent about five minutes just looking around. Yeah. Um, you can get into a, a trap here where you just get fed nothing but CCP propaganda again and again and again and again. And a lot of times in the comment section, I'll, you know, there's people like us that obviously know better. Sure. But there's a lot of people that don't, right? Mm -hmm. So they watch a conspiracy theory about how America started the coronavirus. The coronavirus and they actually start to think, hey, well, you know, all these lies that they keep saying I've been fed. Yeah. Maybe it's true. Maybe China is the future, right? And they get stuck in this trap and they get recommended thing and thing and thing and thing. And it's a positive reinforcement, yeah. right? It's a huge problem. 
Um, you have Chinese state media just literally operating bot accounts over and over again, spamming stuff over and over again, just hoping that something sticks. It is just a, a hub of Chinese propaganda, CCP propaganda. And again, I don't believe in censorship, right? Mm -hmm. The problem I have with it is that there's so much of it. And if you're going to allow this kind of stuff yep. from state-sponsored media accounts in, in China, then you have to allow a normal American citizen to post a critical viewpoint of that, that propaganda. Sure. I didn't say shut down all that stuff. But you can't remove the opposing opinion on American soil. You yeah. cannot do that. And there are legal measures that people can take. And there's a lot of things that I'd like to break, bring up. And this will probably end up going into a legal matter, uh, depending on where this goes. So I, I'm happy to share this experience with you guys. And I just wanted to tell you we're getting started on something pretty big. Yeah. Absolutely. Should be fun. Yeah, it should be. Cool. Yeah. So that's uh, the Wumao Corner, really, guys. Just showing you what's going on in the world of TikTok. And for all you... Uh, boomers out there like myself i'm not i'm a gen xer but you know who don't bother with tiktok it's good to have someone on the inside you know? on the inside yeah <laughs> yeah it's huge i mean it's yeah well, i know, you know i know the, what it's the demographic about. goes up to like 70 years old and there's yeah. people on there i know I very know, popular i know what all this junk's about you know i just don't subscribe to it sure um fantastic so now we're gonna have to move on to our um next segment are we gonna take a couple super chats before we do yeah. yeah, sure. So we've got a couple of world news stories, which are very interesting, so please stick around. And Zero Spawn says, could we fund a bigger art piece? One made in stone, iron, or bronze, so the CCP can't burn it down again. Make it a worldwide thing? Mm. Golf Delta Echo says, saw on the BBC that China's investigating a load of Hong Kong citizens who booed yeah. the... Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. JB says, West uh, Taiwan number one, West Taiwan number 44. Yeah. Uh, uh, Foria says, what are your thoughts on phone payments in China and are now being pushed elsewhere? I find it disturbing that destroys payment anonymity. Second time contributing. Keep up the good work. Mm. Yeah, what I mean, mean, like... What do you mean by that? Thought Your phone payments in China that are now being pushed elsewhere. I don't quite get that. I guess there's some stuff that's requiring, like, WeChat payment. I don't know. Mm. Okay, I'll look into that. Be, yeah. I'll look into it. Uh, SIS, we should make India the manufacturer of the world. Mm. Some people are trying that. Johnny yeah. Azul, CCP yeah, I hoes. I, like, I love India. Mm. CCP hoes mad about Hong Kongers rooting for Japan and not China in the Olympics, lol. Yeah. Yeah, that was really, really they, devastating. They, they did not like that one little no. bit. <laughs> Black Halo 6, pea milk. There's actually a huge subset of Chinese people pro democracy. Pea milk, you ran off for yeah, pea. Yeah, went yeah. pea. <laughs> uh, there we there's, go. There's a huge subset of. Mm -hmm. Chinese uh, democracy followers on the rogue parts of the internet, especially Reddit, that are always cheering Japan now. That's really, really <laughs> Every big, time yeah. they beat China. Yeah. John Sheena, I can't wait for the CCP to continue their reign in Mars. <clears throat> True. Daniel Caven, the uh, Georgia Guidestones were vandalized a few years ago and the camera system is set up even though it's in the middle of nowhere. I hope this helps. Yeah. And that's what we'd like to set up. Yeah, that's what I'm looking into. I'm looking into how it can be a self-sustained, solar-powered, yeah. um, and with a, a SIM card in it so it can transmit <sighs> images or video yeah. whenever there's motion. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to set up day-night cameras. Yeah. I've been looking into it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fund that. I'm going to yeah. pay for that. I'm going to set it up because yes, we you, don't, you don't come here and do that kind of stuff. No. no. Yeah. Anthony Saint says, hey guys, great work. Here's some Canuck bucks to help you destroy the CCP. Oh wait, now they're called the CPC, the Canadian Pacific Company, right? <laughs> uh, Retrig202, maybe C-Mail can buy some Depends with this. That you guys stay awesome. Yeah, like nobody pees. <laughs> I drank a bunch of soda before the show. Yeah. Dory Y, uh, there seems to be some Chinese nationalists within the YouTube company. Would you consider isolating all possible censor clips within a few episodes? 
Well, you know, we've, we're, we're going to be trying very, very hard for the next couple of videos to make sure that we choose topics that won't be, you know, demonetizable if possible. Yeah. Not for not no, no, for no, any no, other reason. Not you, like don't censored you worry. topics. Yeah. That's the thing. It's a moral imperative. The yeah. reason why, like, for instance, the video I released today about why um, women in mainland China are very vulnerable, it's it's something that needs to be said. It's yeah. something that's important for people mm. to to know about because it's something you don't normally hear about. Yeah. Same with the flooding yeah, stuff. That's why it's I covered the flooding. It's important to talk about it. And that's a moral imperative. We have to talk about that kind of stuff. And we have this horrible situation where we're editing and it took me three days to edit that video, including all the trying to chop yeah. it up to make it work. It took you days to yeah. edit your video. And we get, it's a lot of work and we want to put these videos up. Yeah, I mean, it's 20 something hours for that video. Yeah. So we upload it and it says, sorry, nah, you know, and it takes the wind out it's, of your cells. You're just like, like what do I do? Do I give in and, right. and uh, make some, I don't know, let me eat some hot dumplings. Yeah. Ooh, it's so amazing. Yeah, I, I can do China, Chinese food content. I've done it before. Makes then you, you want to go do that. Yeah. Or do I talk about the things that I, I morally yes, need, need to, to and want about. to talk about and then just take the hit? Right. The, the fact of the matter is I'm willing to take the hit because of the Me support too. from everyone out there. But yeah. We and, but that's what separates though because like the mm. CCP shill guys, they can get demonetized all they want on YouTube because they have state funding. Yes. We don't have state funding. No. We have nothing funding us except for our own audience, which pitches in on Patreon. Yeah. And then we get demonetized all the time on YouTube. And again, I'm not going to always attribute. I'm the last person to be a fear-mongering, like, tinfoil mm. hat guy. I'm not saying YouTube is targeting China content. Sure. It's not trying to shut down anti-CCP narrative. Do not run with that. The problem is, is the nature of the topics that we cover. Well, yeah. They're controversial. The, anything that's controversial is going to be tough. So anyway, we'll find the right balance and we'll make sure that we, we, we can still bring, even if it means, you know, losing out on money. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. many fours do we Lots need? Lots of here? fours. Anyway. Cool. Let's move on to the next. Uh, yeah. Chris LD says, what are your thoughts on China getting drawn into the game of Afghanistan? Shout out from Yorkshire. Um, I think it's a very ridiculous endeavor that they're getting themselves into. And again, I think they, I think that they think they have it under control. Yeah. Just like everyone does in yeah. Afghanistan. Sure. <laughs> Uh, they think that if they ally with the Taliban, that everything's going to be smooth. Well, I mean, again, just showing their true colors. Yeah, they're true. allying with the Taliban, who <laughs> beheaded a comedian last week. Yeah, yeah. Great. Good luck for you guys. Yeah, like during the meeting. Time they're the period. ones who use like terrorism as an excuse to imprison all the Uyghurs. Yeah. But now they're dealing with a terrorist organization. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll answer yeah. the rest of the Okay. End. Let's move on to our next segment, which is Worldview, everyone, where we talk about what's happening in, in the world with regards to China. Um, and it's kind of like our What's New segment, but a little different. So what, different. what do we have here? This is kind of interesting. Please introduce this. Yeah. So The Economist, a, a very popular magazine I follow and read myself, mm. uh, says under Xi Jinping, that's not an endorsement, by the way, I just like The Economist. Okay. Xi Jinping, under Xi Jinping, the number of Chinese asylum seekers has shot up. Now, mm. if we look at this graph, uh, you can see where Xi Jinping was appointed China's head of state. This is from China, um, you know, all the way back to the year 2000. Right. right. You can see where he was appointed. And then you can see the graph just go absolutely crazy. Yes. And these are 600, over 600,000 uh, asylum seekers under Xi Jinping's regime. Yeah. Right. Why would that have gone up so drastically if, in fact, Xi Jinping's China is the utopia that they promote it to be? 
Yeah. Right? That's I the mean, real that's question. That's a lot of people, 600,000. That's a lot. It's a lot of people yeah. seeking Never asylum. mind just the normal, like, legal immigrants. Mm-hmm. Because, you know... When oh, you, that's just asylum. Yeah, this is just asylum seekers. Mm-hmm. And from China, why is it jumped drastically under Xi Jinping's uh, lead if, like, everyone says it's so great? Yeah, I mean, according to the CCP shills, life is just improving every single day. And there, there is no reason. And actually, a huge talking point amongst the CCP sycophants is that less people are leaving China because they're realizing how awesome it is. Yeah. They're stay, deciding to stay put. Previously, they would buy into the American lie, or they call the American <laughs> yeah, dream yeah. the American lie. They would buy into that, but now they know that they don't need that because the Chinese dream is what's important. Well, the, the data disagrees with you. Yes. Deeply. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so why, what possible reasoning would you have? What was the argument that was posed to us when we tweeted this out? Well, they said that's because Obama allowed um, the 10-year tourist visas. Yeah. So they said it gives people more chance to um, apply for asylum. But that's not true because uh, a tourist visa to the States doesn't mean you get to stay in America for 10 years. It means that you, during a 10-year period, you're allowed to come and go for tourist trips. But it's limited. I think the maximum you can extend it to is six months at any given time. And you need to have a good reason for mm-hmm. that. And then you can't just go out and come back in. No. You have to be out of the country then for like another six months or more before you could come in for another trip because what kind of a tourist stays for more than six months, you know? So the rules are there. So that was their excuse. I know the real reason is, number one, that he first of all started to clamp down on, um, you know, corrupt officials and so on. So you're going to have a lot of people who are like, holy crap, I got to get out of here. You know what I mean? And they fled and uh, did the asylum-seeking thing. You have religious... You have persecution. The religious persecution, obviously, <laughs> yeah. people that ran away. And, uh, of course, just people in general who don't want to be living under that kind of government. I mean, the stats even follow the, the line of thought that uh, the foreigners, like since we left, I think it was actually since 2017, uh, 150,000 foreigners have left China. Yeah. It's people flee when the situation gets worse. Yes. The situation in China, don't ever buy into the propaganda. The only thing you're seeing is an increase in propaganda. Yes. The situation in China has got deteriorated yeah. in so many aspects. Well, look, having spent 14 years in China, I met a lot of expats, okay? Mm. And a lot of people that have been there long-term, people with business interests, they'd started companies, people with their families that had their kids there and all that kind of thing. All of the people that have been there long term that had invested so much time and effort into China have left. Every everyone. The only people that are left are these scum. Like, you know, in general. And not all not of blanketing foreigners. everyone. Saying, people we knew. Yeah, the kind of guys that are just there for the if life of the party. If you're in China, we're not calling these scum. No, the, the people that are there for the life of the party, the kind of people that are just li- living week to week, doing some kind of English teaching job, getting drunk all the time, messing around. Those are the kind of people that you see. There are, of course, a couple of people that are tankies, people that are love communism and all that kind of stuff that have really latched on. Or, of course, the CCP, the, the CCP <laughs> shills who their job now is to do propaganda for the Chinese government. But very few decent people that have spent in a decent amount of time and invested enough time in China are left. Very, very few. Yeah. Yeah. So just out of our own experience of people that we know. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the numbers don't lie. No, and, uh, this don't is, like hips. Yeah, exactly. You can just look at this and say, well, if China's so great, why are more and more people uh, like applying for asylum? 2010, I, I will agree, 2010 was a good year Yeah. in China. I mean, you I, see, that was the dip. I honestly thought that I would be living the rest of my life in China Me at too. that point. Me too. You know, 
uh, things changed rapidly. Now, we did talk a little bit about, well, somebody brought up the yeah, question of the uh, nuclear power situation with that, um, you know, nuclear power plant down down in the south of China. Let's see, where is this thing? Is it coming here? Okay. Oh, use Global Times. Yeah, I'm going to use their own state media because their own state media actually just confirms. <laughs> you know, then it's coming straight from the horse's mouth. Right. Now, what the Global Times said was Chinese nuclear giant CGN, so similar to CGTN, isn't it? It is. Shut down its Taishan number one reactor, the world's first EPR, third gen technology reactor, to examine fuel rod damages, the company said on Friday. Now, remember a couple, about a month ago, I made a video about what was going on there. There was a, a, a leak of noble gases and, and whatnot. So you can watch the video. And, um, of course, it's something that's apparently quite common in this design to happen, etc., etc. But there were damaged fuel rods, and it was confirmed. Now, the French company, Framatome, who, you know, they helped set this up, and they also monitor it and all of that kind of stuff, they kind of went to the USA to ask for help, and it kind of blew the story because, you know, they were worried that it could be a danger. Then they released a statement to say that if that same reactor was operating in France, they would have shut it down. They would have. They would not have allowed it to continue running. Like, um, you know, the Chinese authorities were just keeping it going. So after that, they finally decided, okay... We're going to shut it down and look at the damaged fuel rods. But only after all this international attention. And that's why it's good. It's good to call out China on these kind of things. Yeah. The only way you ever, ever affect any change in China is to make the government lose face. Mm -hmm. Because if they were able to keep sweeping things under the rug, they would. they would, nothing would ever change. But if you point it out enough, and there's enough of a stink worldwide where everyone's like, what the hell? Look at how bad China's dealing with the situation. The government will be like, okay... Fine, you caught us out. We're just going to do it anyway, you mm -hmm. know. But then they'll come up with an excuse that that's what they were going to do anyway, you know, that it was actually their idea. <laughs> Either way, this is positive. So they're going to examine the damaged fuel rods, and uh, hopefully things will be back on track uh, and a little more safe. Now it's not in here, but I'll say it's an Easter egg for you know real fans that want to re dig deep. If you go in the description of this video. Um, quite near the top, there's a article I've shared, right? Uh, an expose done by the Straits Times. Oh, yeah, Singaporean um, news Should outlet. be quite interesting for you guys to uh, read up a little bit on that. It's all about that, uh, yeah, Jing Jing Li and, and company. The CGTN uh, fake social media people. Very yeah. interesting read. It's good to see that more and more um, news outlets are starting to recognize something that we've been pointing out for so yeah. long, that yeah. these so-called influencers that are working for the Chinese government are state-backed media. And they should have a label that they says should. so anyway yeah you can take a look in the description yeah ready so for questions. time for our q a where we answer your questions and you question our answers and let's hit it d3 king says met a chinese woman and asked her questions about herself profession education where she lives and i received a message from a sports club director that harassment isn't tolerated mostly chinese Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know why you're asking all those questions yes. to a person. Yeah. Was that uh, like one of those things where you go on Facebook or something and you just randomly message a woman and you're like, hi, what What do you do? What are your interests? What is your life? How old are you? What's your height and weight? And D D3King. <laughs> no, I'm just taking the piss. Yeah. But at the same time, if I got a bunch of those questions out of the blue, I might also go complain. <laughs> yeah, you have to give us context, mate. Yeah, like, we need some context. That's out of context. So, yeah. no, it, sounds, it sounds bad. Yeah. Uh, William Stelling, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Matthew Sessions, is there 4G stat, uh, service where the statue was? I believe so, yeah. I'd like to help out with the potential security system. Cool. We'll try to get something started. Excellent. 
We got reach out sesh. to Wei Ming Cheng. Yeah. <laughs> We got a session. Everyone reach out to Wei Ming Chung on if Twitter. Yeah. Um, he, he, I'm sure he'll be happy to DM you. Yeah. Uh, Archie Bachelor, a bit unfair that China will win the high jump with Tigger and his springtail. Yeah, because of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> William Stelling, keep up the great work. Your voices against tyranny are important. Thank you. Uh, FIFO's Lab says, Jio Bros. Thank you very much. Thanks. George Hazard, I saw my brother go from you're just anti-China to unbelievable how China is committing a second holocaust right now. Good to see that information is spreading uh, with a lot of help because of you guys. And yeah, we like Thank to you. see that as well. Thank I you. mean, just a couple years ago, we were like, people were after us saying like, you just bashed in China stuff. We're like, no, wake up. Yeah. We love China. Yeah. Half of our supporters are freaking Chinese people. Correct. You got to understand, you got you to understand, understand China. China. Yeah. And you have to wake up to the fact that we're talking about the government here. And now people, thankfully, are waking up to that. Yeah, exactly. And it's not the Chinese people. It's the government and what it does and how it affects society in China and yeah. the world. Yes. Yeah. Subtarshi Sengupta, is Japan to the CCP what Jews were to the Nazis? Mm, in a lot of ways. Yeah, know. the way around, isn't it? You know what I mean. You yeah, know what he yeah, means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. World Traveler 232, I think you guys need to bring attention to California state reps and get a meeting set up with Google CEO. I'm sure one of them works for the high-tech companies. Don't worry, you got a lot of stuff on the line. Uh, Light Seeker, thoughts on the recent nuke threats made to Japan? Is it more sneezing, ping, insecurity? Love you guys. No homo. Um, yeah, that wasn't that just like kind of private guy making videos online, but it was again, it was just condoned by the government yeah. because they didn't condemn it. Yep, and they never will because no. then then there will be there will be backlash because they've been telling everyone how bad Japan is all this time. Right. Mm. Phil H says Japan has weeaboos, Korea has K-pop stands, and China has sweaty neck bearded tankies. How will China ever win the culture war? They won't no. because of that. Mm -hmm. uh, Black Halo 6 they're... Jai, Jai Nan Jai Ni Jai Nan yeah. like the... more like Jian was... Pan Sha Jian yeah. Pan Sha is like a keyboard warrior I was thinking more of the the western sycophants they're not very like oh yeah palatable no. <laughs> you know what I mean you wouldn't be like check out this video it's really cool people would be like what are you watching <laughs> sure uh, Black Halo 6 they're mad because action shots are banned in China and that's why they import magazines from Japan y'all know that mm-hmm Subtarshi Sengupta says, why does CCP catch so much jingo, attach so much jingoism to sports? We, we've covered that. Yeah. If sports are about fun and hard work and respect, it's not a goddamn war. This is disgusting. And that's true. And again, it was the same with the Soviet Union. It's authoritarian states. Sure. Nazis as well. Yeah. It was very important too. to them. Mm. Bad authoritarian governments love international competition. And they love athletic competitions. Yeah. It's, remember how much Hitler attributed to that? Like it was yeah. his biggest shining moment. Well, that whole know? 1936 Olympics. Yeah. And that's in Berlin. That was their, so their chance parallels. to prove so many how parallels. superior they are. Yeah. yeah. And so many parallels to, to, to China. And we should boycott the, the 2022 yes. Beijing Winter Olympics. We absolutely should. And at the very least, don't send any political delegation to the, the events. Yeah. Celebrate the athletes. That's fine. But yeah. that's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Lemonade what? Japan won at ping pong? How dare they disgrace China? Sarcasm. Yeah, sure. Tyler Freeman, I think it's weird not to have seen a single advertisement for the to Summer Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't see, see a whole yeah, lot weird. of that either. Huh. Uh, Danny, channel support. Thank you. Jesse Bulks, fun fact. Tencent is also a mother company of League of Legends, one of the biggest games in the world. Yeah, they, yeah. Bought, they bought it out. Never a big fan of that game. And uh, another fact is that a South African company, Naspers, actually holds you, held the biggest amount of stock of Tencent. Because they invested heavily. Look into that, which is kind of weird. How dare you? Uh, Black <laughs> Halo smart, 6. Smart move of them, man. Did they make money? Yeah, for sure. From from the money perspective. Yeah. Not morally. No, sure. 
Uh, Back then, who knew? Yeah, who knew? Black Halo 6 is all about the steroids. That's why she's aggressive. Mm. Who are we talking about? Oh, the towel. Oh, the towel. <laughs> what towel? Tau, the towel woman definitely needs to be a sound bite, dude. Yeah, can, we'll can we write that down? Yeah, I'll write it okay. down. Mr. AB says, keep going. Thank you. Nelson says, didn't China cheat in women's basketball three and three? Uh, yeah, I think, they, I think so. Um, but I can't confirm. PB, today is International Friendship Day. Do you have any message for the CCP on this occasion? We wish we could be friends. Just please get your act together. Yeah. Hope, yeah. He said, hopefully you two exchange friendship bands. Uh, <laughs> Bob XRP. I actually did. This is this is my friendship band. This is a cat eye bracelet that my daughter gave me. Hey, your daughter gave you a friendship bracelet. It's actually hers. Cat's eyes. Yeah, those yeah. are kind of cool. Yeah, they are. That's from China, this, actually. You used to go to this place in South Africa called the Scratch Patch where you could go like dig around for like little semi-precious stones you know that kind of thing yeah that's cool i like yeah. that stuff i used to love those tigers that's cool this is actually a really expensive one. Oh, okay nice um bob xrp what do you guys think about xrp and cryptocurrency in the world why are you speaking in all caps bob <laughs> we think it's dandy yeah sorry we think it's great <laughs> shooter down under i know that the ccp has ideas for society in general but what why do they think they should leave it to the south china sea near the philippines um mm -hmm. don't know i don't know Deanne yeah chapman yeah. why the why are you are using those ugly photos again <laughs> yeah. yep uh jonathan case china does have the hottest women's beach volleyball team just saying oh we should check that out yeah actually don't follow don't follow the olympics too Ooh. too heavily so we'll all chinese should be proud of that again congratulations yeah. to all the chinese athletes that won the golds yeah uh am free taiwan xi jinping looks like a recurring toe infection <laughs> okay that's a yeah. interesting description <laughs> He doesn't look bad. No, it depends. He, he looks evil to me now. Yeah. Now yeah. after you know. You, you have to attribute like his actions yeah. to his his personality. You know. Yeah. Mark Ruby, you guys are doing great work. I know you are, both love Chinese people, but don't let that get in your way. Thank you both. Hashtag speak truth to power. Mm -hmm. We will. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, you know, when you when you. <laughs> get labeled as if you hate yeah, Chinese people yeah. all the time. It's very hurtful, especially, it when, is, you, I mean, especially when you love Chinese people. And the, one of the major things and reasons why we do what we do is because we care about China. You yeah. know, we wouldn't otherwise think about there's a lot more profitable things we could yeah. go into. <laughs> people, people in the United States who protest and go against the government and stuff, they do it because they care about America and they care about yeah. their way of life and yeah. um, they care about a certain segment of the population, yeah. for instance. And they that's why they do it, they don't do it because they don't care. A no. lot of those people that are going out and protesting, they don't care about China because they don't give a shit, doesn't bother them and change their like captain crunch in the morning it doesn't you know what i mean they I just actually had captain crunch oh you did yeah, okay weird. Didn't still did that you know? bur burger today with that i had oops all berries oh really yeah. i haven't tried that I'll get anyway you some. yeah okay cool so you know that's the thing when you care about a place you talk about it you want it to change you focus on it because that's because you care about it not correct because of i any agree other reason. that's a good sentiment yeah marco king great show any idea what the pla is doing uh playing with all these new silos in the desert yeah, um, they're making nukes. Just, a lot of dummy nukes, probably, though. Just doing bad things. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Thomas, uh, Lee Tsun-shin would be worth talking to. He's a product of one of those Olympic slave camps. They made a good movie about him. Cool. Mm. Ryzen, much love from Hungary. Thank you. Wing Zero says, do you think all this flooding problem in China, they're going to start teaching swimming in schools since most Chinese people can't swim? Yeah, I had a big, I had a big like, debate with people on Twitter. I've talked about this for the longest time that the majority of Chinese people can't swim and it's a disgrace. It's a basic human survival trait. Everybody should know how to swim, you know? It's, it's a disgrace they don't teach it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously that's what I'm talking yeah. about. 
you get you should be teaching young children in school how to swim. Yes. Now, it's not just me saying that. I've put out a various videos about like the Chinese police can't swim and Chinese people, you know, can't swim type thing. And I get a lot of hate and attacks from people with anecdotes. Oh, I saw an old man swim in there. Oh, I know this and that. But even the Chinese state media releases articles to say that Chinese people can't swim. And they and need to. And it's a to. big problem. Yeah. We, we posted out the state media article yeah. saying that. Yeah, it really is a big problem in China. Even in Hainan, which is the, the Hawaii of China, it's this big, you know, seaside resort area they did a poll only 21 percent of all teenagers could swim only 21 yeah. percent uh and china loses sixty thousand people to drowning a year it's big you know and that's not including floods or no, any other kind no. of disasters just in general swimming yeah 70 percent of them are young children unfortunately yeah. but you know huge amounts of people die due to just drowning it's huge. that's a big issue yeah so you know got to teach people how to swim yeah so again it's the only way to ever make China change is to bring it to everyone's attention and make them lose face. Right. So I hope the more we bring this up, that the Chinese population has a big issue with not being able to swim and lack of swimming skills. I'm hoping that that pinches the wrong nerve and they're like, well, screw you. We'll teach them how to swim then. Because I want them to have that skill so that they don't die unnecessarily. Yeah, of course. PowerShift says ADV podcast equals Peabody Award. Uh, Tong Chong says Taishan will be the next Wuhan. China's got gotten what they want from Blizzard, so they're now expendable. Uh, keep up the good work. Yep. Yme says here's a little money in honor of all the Wumao. Thank you. Thank you. Black Halo Six funding related question. I'm on the ADV podcast patron at twenty bucks a month. Uh, oh, I you. know you like to have. I know you have like five. The <laughs> podcast one seems to not get much attention. Should I split it on your personals instead? No, we no, feel no. free to support us there. We're happy to have. The reason we have again. We have an ADV podcast patron, guys. Our last two episodes have been completely demonetized on yeah. here, too. Sure. That's not just our channels. This gets demonetized as well. Yeah. So it's, people choose to support us on Patreon. And it's completely bearable with the help of you yes. and all of your lovely, generous super yes. chats, etc. You guys are seriously doing a fantastic thing. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I orgasmed from Cotton. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Good. Good to hear. Glad to help. Black Halo 6 says ban TikTok for fuck's sake. Yes, I agree. Um, I, I I do not agree. I agree. I want I want it out. I want it done. I just want I, I what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If China can block all American apps so that they can take over the market and you know it it's just not fair. I think it should, it should follow. Be a, should be a tit for tat thing. Yeah, but I I think it's fine. I I think TikTok can be used for good. I think it needs to follow freedom of speech protocol. Yeah. Okay. It, well, then it must at least follow the rules. That's correct. That's what I'm trying to get at here. I still want it banned though. Sure. Now this is where we disagree. Out. Yeah. Mitch McLean out. says, thanks for your content. Great work. Highly fascinating content. Yeah. Uh, Wing083 says, revive Seamilk's rap career to make a parody challenge video to Cotton and Winston can beatbox. We'll just get banned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Black Halo 6, the Communist Party of China isn't communist lol. By the way, someone said someone made a diss track about us and we should reply. And I told everyone said, no, they won't do that. I, we absolutely would make a reply diss track if someone actually did that. But I... It turns out no one actually made a diss track about us. People okay. are just trying to make us do one out of thin air. Sure, sure. If we did one, we could imagine the damage we could do about anti-CCP rap. Like if somebody made one and we put it out on the Chinese internet. That would oh, be boy. funny. Planet Earth. <laughs> Thank you. I've rapped before. You have? Yeah, yeah. in my uh, documentary. We're no green thumb. <laughs> Hi, tr Trump is trying to ban uh, for or force the sale of TikTok, but Corpse Biden is confused and stopped it. <laughs> 
Black Halo <laughs> 6. Oh, I'm excited to see you testify in Congress. <laughs> Can't wait. Turn on C-SPAN. You'll see us. <laughs> yeah. uh, Black Halo 6, take all my super chats. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I think you got a couple left, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Rip Off Productions LLC. Hey, guys, which do you think does more damage? The CCP's incompetence or their more deliberate and malicious acts? I think it's a little both. They go hand in hand. They, yeah, they do because the malicious acts are usually there to cover up for their incompetence. Correct. That's well said. You know what I mean? Bringing in the military to stop people seeing all the dead bodies, for instance, in that tunnel, because right. they screwed up and allowed that to happen. Mm -hmm. You know. Shinden Koko, Koko no Maru says, "When you use TikTok or WeChat, you use a burner phone." Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. I've never installed either due to data collection, nor do I want to use DNA kits. You're correct. Alan Williamson, cheers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Norman Fair, CCP is crazy if they think dealing with the Taliban will work. Look at the trouble they're having with an ally like Pakistan killing Chinese workers. And again, Pakistan's their biggest ally. Sure. And look at how much problems they're having. Yeah. The Taliban's a different kettle of fish, my friends. Oh, yeah. It's not, not a smart partnership. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ragey Production is just showing support to you guys. As an editor, I totally understand the feeling. Thank, thank you very thank much. You so much. Not man. many people can actually say that. <laughs> yeah. How much work goes into editing. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. And I don't love it. I, you know, I, I really like do, video, I really but... do enjoy editing when I'm hitting some kind of creative. Yeah. Thing. But when you're dealing with like these kind of topics that we cover sometimes, it's depressing. It's so depressing. You have to dig through old archival footage yeah. of what the Communist Party did and all this. And every time uh, I just, I'm sitting, you, you know, you see me, I'm yeah. screaming at my monitor. Like, too, what yeah. is, what is wrong with these right. people? This Communist Party, you know? <sighs> Anyway, um, Estro Generation, I actually already replied to you in the chat. Yeah, uh, Sherry Crosby said, looking forward to the Matt Daly part two from CMLK. I'm actually doing another interview with him. And I was thinking about maybe doing it for the, it's a separate topic, maybe even doing it for the podcast. Sure. You know, um, it's a big one. Mm. Mitch McLean says, if you're getting demonetized so much all the time, you might as well just go full rogue, <laughs> shock people with the truth, show dead bodies. There's no need for that. Yeah. I, we don't want to no. do that. You know, the whole point is you have to use the footage. To, to show that what you're talking about is real because otherwise people would yeah, call you out. of course. Imagine, you, imagine I just said, oh, you know, like in China, some guy tried to kidnap his girlfriend and he was let off the hook. People would be like, so what? Right. But when you show it, people right. see, like, oh, hang real. on a second, that's really messed up. You have to right. see it, right? Right. But of course, I don't want to show injury or death. No, or no, this is, this is yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are on still about this Scotland, Scotland flag, flag being, still being black. Justice for Scot Scottish flags. What's going on? Stop you YouTube, Scotland. John Ross, happy Friday, boys. I hope you son of a... Ah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I hope you make a vid about the TikTok issue. Yeah, I, I will do one, but I, yeah. I'm going to keep you guys updated. Everyone is interested in it, so yeah, that's yeah, good. It's yeah. great. Uh, hopefully the appeals go through. Mm -hmm. Ch Chan Wayne says, watched for years, but I couldn't make it to a live. Uh, I always oh, cool. had things to say before. I can't think of anything now. So my favorite quote is, every act of pleasure costs an equal amount of pain. That's actually a good thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Unless it's... Good pleasure. I mean, like, making love to your wife isn't going to cause any pain. Well, no, yes, what if you have is. an unwanted child? Yeah, I mean, no, it doesn't matter. You'll get like, run, you'll run over your foot with your lawnmower the next day to make up for it, you know? I don't That's think life. So. It's balance. It's all about balance. <laughs> Yin and yang, my friend. Yeah, in a way. In hot water, <laughs> 900 megahertz internet can transfer, uh, transmit tens of miles cheap. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, true. True. You could have just straight up internet. Yeah, well, I mean, it's about the power source. Yeah, true. Uh, Jay Leo says, when you mention pro-CCPs, you never mention this old man. He's the most critical, calling you turds, California clowns, and profanity towards your families as well. I feel bad. He's a raging alcoholic. Yeah, Honestly, he needs to ter go. Terrible old man. Well, he just needs therapy, and, you know, he's a bit old. 
Yeah. Dementia mixed with alcoholism is a dangerous combo. Yeah, and just let him live out his days. Yeah. Delusions of grandeur and all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Just let him let him have fun. Yep. Lemonade. You got to understand shirt when. I need to buy <laughs> yeah. more shirts. We should do that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, analysis says the Chinese team uh, in the women's basketball three for three Tokyo three on three to- in Tokyo 20, 2021 looks like guys with estrogen don't even look like Chinese women no offense did they did they pull that off again we'll look into it yeah we didn't we didn't see Patrick T thank you luminescent Tim Pool someday uh, someday Andres Gracias <laughs> have you seen the Czech documentary Heaven mm, uh, no. confirms a lot of things you talk about I don't think so no Tommy Free four one five one one car test. Dummy sea milk was freaky. Please yeah. have a gear and beer on me, guys. Thank you. Uh, Black Halo 6 says, Sorry, my porno mag joke fell flat. Action shots. Oh, uh, right, right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't read a whole lot of porn mags. Yeah, all of the pornography in China is Japanese because it's illegal Correct, to, yeah. to make pornography in China. Well, there's lots of Chinese Yeah, I mean, but it's totally it's illegal. It's totally illegal. So, but it definitely exists. And especially... It's like, kind of like saying there's no drugs because drugs yeah. are illegal no, in America. I know, but it's not, it's not like that because... Um, growing up in the 80s and 90s in China specifically, the only pornography they could ever get their hands Back on then, was, yeah. you know, because you can't run a printing press and make No, magazines. no, pre-internet. I'm talking you about know. post-internet. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Black Halo 6, I'll do, I'll just do both. Uh, Black Halo 6 says, I have to agree with Winston Band TikTok, bring back Vine. Let's do it. I mean, that would have been fine too, as long as there's an alternative. Yeah. Uh, Patrick T, what again was the add-on on Amazon that gives the country of origin of manufactured uh, goods? That's called um, Cultivate. Yes, Cultivate. Here's another $5, learning so much from you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Black Halo says, yes, because I'm up <laughs> on crypto, lol. Because uh, he's yeah, screaming. Like, Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry. Having a Chinese girlfriend believes state media and foreign propagandists is difficult, says Bozzy. Is this just a case of keeping a stiff upper lip? Say, say that again. Oh, Black Hill, give us 444. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Take it back. Uh, he, he said his girlfriend believes in state propaganda and, 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 and stuff. Yeah, and foreign propagandists, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, you're not going to be able to stiff arm her with the Look, truth. Look, it's tough. And uh, honestly, the only advice I can ever give is you can't. There's certain parts of people that you shouldn't try to change. You know, you can't. you got to let people change their be own natural. minds. It's, it's natural. natural. So all you can do is put up with it, you know. Well, and be ho- supportive. But then, you know. Yeah. And hopefully she shows you the same respect and puts up with your um, beliefs Correct. as well. And also, know? like, just be very non-confrontational with when you're trying to introduce a new topic. You can yeah. talk about stuff. Yeah. You can definitely introduce new topics and maybe mm-hmm. give her some Chinese media to consume. Yeah. About it. There's plenty Every of pro democracy Chinese media. I give this media. advice, it's very simple. If you ever want um, a Chinese uh, spouse or friend or relative or anything to ever even consider changing their mind or looking at things from a different perspective, it has to come from a Chinese source. Mm. Because from the youngest age, Chinese people are taught to distrust foreigners, you know, and it's always us versus them. It's always like foreigners are going to say something bad about China because they want to hate China or they, you know, against China. They want to chief a woman or whatever. So if you start to say something confrontational, they get very defensive because you're a foreigner. It'll always be like, you can never understand China. You don't really Yeah, you get a lot of shut down. All that kind of stuff. But if you've got a documentary or something that's out there that Chinese people have put out that's spoken in Chinese or if you know a Chinese person who has a different viewpoint who's lived overseas for a number of years yeah. introduce them because if a Chinese person will tell them something then they will they will actually listen and then they might not agree but they actually you get part that past that defensive point where they won't listen because that person's not Chinese correct yeah 
Mike Huter, good to see you again. Thank, Thank you, very much. you so TikTok. much for your generosity. TikTok needs to be banned for its CCP propaganda, even more because it's annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Hey, Gen X boomer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, again, I'm trying, I hope you guys understand, I'm not trying to be, I'll oh, just shut it down if you don't like it. That's a very <laughs> sure. bad attitude. Evan. I understand and that. Mike also is joking about yes. that. Yes. Still, uh, let's Kartik, get it out of here. <laughs> Kartik Sharma. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, during CCP celebrations, China released a video to showcase China's JF-17 fighter aircraft as an answer to India's Tejas. The video is found to be that of Tejas aircraft. Yes, rem <laughs> remember when they yeah. showed the bombs and stuff, but it yeah. was actually Indian footage. Yeah. Again, so sloppy. Do they not have a budget to make their own video? No, they're making all these planes. Yeah. Spend some time on marketing. Just put a GoPro. Put a GoPro on the plane. Yeah, and, and shoot like a missile. Yeah. Why can't you use your own missile shooting or do, do they not work? Maybe, maybe. We're on to something. Mm. Frank Williams, uh, Winston, what's your favorite food in the U.S.? Hi from Frank in Florida. Wow, that's a tough one. There's just so much to eat here. Black, Black Halo said, it's donut burgers, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hated those things. Those are bad. Um, I got to say sandwiches. We have this amazing deli sandwich that we have every Friday. It's like a ritual here. What's on that thing? It's amazing. It's just an Italian sub. Okay. Yeah. It's got like tons of... You guys of... would know an Italian sub. So it's it's just so good. It's amazing. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Bob XRP says, why do you want to change China? Just let China be. If you happen to be a swimmer there, then you're in high standing. What What do you mean? Okay. Oh, this is the same guy that said that bullshit before. Okay. It's very simple. Um, China affects our lives and it affects everybody's lives. I mean, look at the pandemic. Look where we are now. That is because of the way the CCP handled the pandemic and the outbreak in the in the beginning. Now, if China just wanted to do its own thing, I would still have an issue because I don't... Yeah, we, we have a personal yeah, interest. I, I have an issue with uh, human rights being yes, disrespected, correct. okay, and human rights atrocities. And so I don't like to think, oh, it's okay, North Korea just sucks and everyone, you know, they'd let them do their own thing. It's kind of crappy what's yeah. going on there. Same with China. There's a lot of freedoms that the local people do not have. Whether they think they do or not, they don't. They find right. out eventually that they don't. But the fact that China modern china affects everyone in the world because so many things are manufactured there the environmental impact that we're seeing all the climate change all the emissions that are released from china which is more than anywhere all the other developing countries combined the things like the pandemic you know we cannot just ignore china and let it be because then we will all die and suffer greatly we mm. have to keep an eye on it we have to keep china in check because china won't play by the rules no no, you know? that's that's the problem. Mm. I mean, I don't know if this guy is worth responding to just because of the other previous comments I've been reading from him. Sure, but I mean, it's put it out there, you know? Mm. Yes. Mm. No offense, Bob, but again, you know, like there's a very, very high reason that we talk about, sure. or a legitimate reason we talk about this yeah. kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, Vile999, will Elon Musk Starlink be able to bring open internet to Chinese people? Again, I, I say no. I say no. First of all, because it's probably vaporware. Um, now, uh, that aside, yeah, the, China will find a way to The, the thing is, you need to have a pretty big receiver on top of your house, okay? Everyone lives in apartments, first of all, so the only place you could ever place it is on a balcony, and it would have to be, like, out there somehow. Like They'll ban receivers and smash all of them. Yeah, you, if you get caught with a receiver, just like It'll they do with jail. satellite. You can't have satellite TV no. in China. If they catch you with a satellite TV dish, they fine you. They take, take the dish away, you know? Right. Yeah. Grady Gill says, nothing wrong with being old. My kids are ears. We know Grady. We're not making fun of old people. I'm saying he's old, so he, he can be a dick. Actually, yeah. you said 
it's not a license to be a com- yeah, complete exactly. dick. Okay, fair. No, enough. he's just he's a, obviously just a bad person. You know, sure. you, you you get bad people. You know, they exist. People that are selfish and just want to have the time of their lives and screw around and be drunk and leer at girls in public and be a, a menace to society because they can get away with it. He's found something he enjoys doing, and because you know, repeating the Chinese Communist Party's narrative maintains that lifestyle for him, he'll continue to do it. You know. So that's life. Sorry. Sean Wayne says, just thought of something. I was going to buy a new Tesla after CC, after uh, Musk's CCP wallpaper. I went somewhere else. We want to make a correction about that. Um, he had no control over that CCP wallpaper. His tweets were, were absolutely congratulating China on yeah. the 100-year anniversary. The, that wallpaper thing, they selected certain Weibo's, and then they would automatically change But he change accepted those. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't say sure. anything about it. No, no. He just rolled with it. My point is... No one had a real choice over their wallpaper. We just we didn't I, say he's I'm in justified. Full, I'm in full support of you not buying a Tesla, by the way. I agree. All I'm saying is I'd like to have a bit of journalistic integrity <laughs> yeah, sure. here and admit when we're wrong. We did. You we, know? we did a follow-up in the next episode. We did. Okay, I'm just yeah. letting him know. Sure. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Jim Biafra says, I don't have a question. I just want to send you a little bit. Make my work days easier. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Zeke Flint says the cotton rap is actually a knockoff of a song by Ardzwawa by a Uyghur rapper named Nawu Kere Yusuf Wujiang. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 we, we saw... actually know about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And not only that, she actually stole like a ton of lyrics from that rap. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Like the bounce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank oh, you very well. much. Good old Zeke Cardi Flint. C. Royal Tuxedo, can you link the graphic videos? People should be able to see the truth. I mean. Um, you should be able to find them per, yeah if you can't find them i'm thinking about perhaps in order to get around this whole thing we discussed it is maybe when making a video talking about these things is to have links yeah. to something that's hosted on library or odyssey or something odyssey, probably odyssey where uh we can talk about it and then provide the links for you to go and watch Correct. it right we'll, Baz, we'll see if that works yeah bazi says appreciate the advice low death toll in the floods in hong kong independence have been flashpoints i'm moving to hong kong in september for it to be on me Hobo okay, Chowdery. Mm-hmm. It's Beans and Franks again tonight. Cheers. <laughs> Black Halo is, gives us 4444. Four, four, four. Thanks, mate. Just <laughs> <is> playing games. <laughs> You're playing games with us yeah. right now, aren't you? Yeah. Last one, he says, keep up all you do. I hope the statue gets put back up or whoever burnt it down goes through, gets thrown in jail. We agree. Mm-hmm. Y'all are the best chance of changing public opinion. You're like anti-propaganda, and I love it. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Appreciate that, except for the amount. Darth Hemi. F. Tim Pool, that Trumper. Global Product and Gaming okay. Review. I met you in Hong Kong Immigration Line in 2019. I want you to know that I got a good impression of you. I'm grateful for you and see Milk's work. Oh, okay, excellent. That was yeah. probably 2019, us. 2019, yeah. yeah. Did, you, we did, did you uh, bump into both of us or just one of us? We were, well, you said you and Simo. We grateful were, for you and Simo. We were work. the only people there in 2019 who wouldn't have been alone. If we yeah. were in the immigration line, it would be me and you standing there together when well, we flew there in no, 2019. No, not necessarily, because remember, I used to go in and out a lot. So it could have been oh, okay. any of those days sure. I went into Hong Kong from Shenzhen. Oh, true. Yeah. That's true. Now, it was very nice to meet you on Global Product and Gaming Review. Gotcha. Chan mm-hmm. Wayne, equal amount of pain. Making love with my wife equals wives are expensive. Okay. You're gonna, you started something now. I don't know what I did. Sorry. <laughs> Emmanuel Puno, that's a very interesting currency. I've never seen that symbol. Yeah. First time to catch you guys. Uh, catch you. Love you guys. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Simon Scott, last one, says, I worked for a CCP-owned Australian company, and the level of incompetence and nepotism was hilarious. Realize Chinese degrees are worthless. Well, thank you, everybody, very much.
Thank you for being part of this very important conversation that we have every week. Mm -hmm. um, again, I have to reiterate that it's you're part of something very special. This kind of discussion doesn't go on much. And we are like the minority voice trying to tell you, uh, for lack of a better word, expose what the CCP is trying to do at the moment when it comes to uh, changing your minds and, and influencing the way the world works yeah. and the things they're trying to get away with all the time. Um, and we deeply care for the people of China. We deeply care for all of you who support us. And we hope that you found uh, today's podcast useful. And we can't wait to see you on the next one. Anything to add? I want to say thanks to all the people that actually stuck with us after the, through the demonetization bullshit. Yeah. It's been very hard to get motivated. Like we're motivated morally to, to make these videos, but when you hit video after video after video and you're sure. like, oh my gosh, there's literally no income coming in. We want to say thanks to the patrons out there that support us and the people that give us super chats. Yeah, as well, and just so. people who watch our videos and of course, and share even just watching. I mean, that's yeah, honestly is the biggest motivation to me has always sure. been you, the viewer. Yeah, so, absolutely. Can't right. wait to see you in the next one, guys. Have a fantastic weekend, whatever you do. Yes, stay uh, safe. Stay awesome, and I'm not going to cut myself off this time. I'm 